We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hello and welcome to the Salt Report, where three of the internet's saltiest nerds dish out all their salt about video games, cosplay, comics, and all things nerdy. Uh, in case you weren't following our respective Twitters, Jake's computer exploded, so I'm going to be hosting for a couple of weeks. Uh, and with me is Jesse. Yo. And our emergency saline injection, Jeremy. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like emergency saline injection because it sounds filthy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's medical. Uh, <laughs> oh, now I don't know what to do. So, uh, what, who wants to talk about the sponsor in our hearts? Um, I will because I pulled up the E3 feed during my maker class at school on our shitty computers to stream it instead of what I should have been doing. I mean, I would never do that. I was 3D printing. There's only so much 3D printing you can handle in one day. So the sponsor in our hearts is E3! Of Ooh, course! It's over now, it's but over. not in our hearts. It, it's... The, the horrors that we viewed will haunt us for days to come yet. <laughs> It's actually, uh, tonight is the night that, uh, the final night of Giant Bomb's, like, um, E3 at night streams that they do, where they bring, like, developers and gaming people onto their thing and interview them, and, uh, this is typically the night Oh, that, so technically. Yeah, so it's still happening, and, like, this is the night that, uh, like, the old Sony guy, Adam Boys, and Dave Lang from, uh, Iron Galaxy, uh, they all used to work at the same studio together, and they just get drunk as hell and have just a completely crazy stream. Like at one point, uh, somebody live tweeted uh, Dave Lang's phone number while they were on the stream. Oh no! So he literally like there's you he, he could find just a, a video of him literally just looking at his phone and just tossing it behind him. He's like, "Fuck that phone! Bought another one tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> It still sucks because now then he has to like message everybody and be like, I'm sorry, my phone is gone. If you'd like to leave a message, <laughs> my phone has been compromised. Oh. <laughs> All right, should we jump into the pre salt a little bit? Let's do it. Get the show on the road. I finished my Osra cosplay finally. Woo! Woo! Um, I do need to make some revisions to it before I wear it to Gaming Con because I went to put it on and I got everything on and then I pulled on the pants and I'm like, oh, these are huge on me. Oops. Uh, those need to be taken in quite a few inches. <laughs> Safety pins saved my life that night. Um, but I wore it to cosplay prom, which was mostly fun. It was just, it's in, it's in this, I <laughs> <laughs> um, it's in club area 51, which is in Salt Lake city and it's an all black building. So air conditioning can only do so much to help you when it's 95 degrees outside. But, uh, you know, um, but I had fun and my friends and I went out for dinner afterwards. Um, excited to wear that costume again. I've signed up for the, uh, gaming Han cosplay contest with it. As I think I said last week, I don't remember, but yes, you did. La- okay. You last week did. may as well be last year at this point. So, yeah. you know, um, it just fell out of my eye. An eyelash, oh, no. perhaps? I don't know what it was, sorry. I'm having a hard time. People are talking to me, but it is not time. Right, continue. Sorry. All right, um, we also played some Budborn off-stream, 
I just nice. I was not in the mood for streaming, but we played Budborn and it was fun. Did you make um, any, any any progress? We did a little bit. We beat Mikolash in my game. We beat the pants off Mikolash in my game because we're like oh, level. Yeah. We did a little bit of level grinding um, with a dungeon that a stream viewer sent us. So I th- I'm level 100 now, and Jesse, were you like 90? I'm 90 now. Yeah. 90. So that's still pretty good. And then we also fought um, Lawrence in Jesse's game and won eventually. Eventually. No, we um, fought Lawrence in your game. Oh, was it? It was my yeah. game. That's right, because I have more uh, I insight. died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we summoned Balter, and he kept trying to fight the Cthulhu man at the bottom of the of stairs. Course, and we're like, no, Balter! <laughs> and we just watched him die, and I'm like, do you want to help him? And Kay's like, nope. <laughs> he made his bed, now he has to lie in it. <laughs> but eventually Kay we did have to I start just, fighting him. Yeah, Kay and I killed the Cthulhu guy, and then... Ben summoned Voltaire. Yeah, it went much better. Yes. The the NPC summons and Dark Souls, without an exception, are complete fucking idiots. Like all of them. Yeah. Will, there's been times where I've sum- tried to summon Solaire for the uh, gaping dragon fight, and he hasn't even figured out how to get through the fog door. Like he'll just like st- that happened to me around. once. I oh was fighting God. Ornstein and Smo, and I summoned uh, Solaire, and he got stuck outside the fog gate, and I had to fight Ornstein and Smo by myself. <laughs> and I think like three quarters of the way through the battle, like I've I've killed. Smo and I'm fighting or- giant Ornstein, and it's, I get this message that it was like, Cooperator Solaire has died, and I'm like, oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for that. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. We really like, like Cool. Damien didn't show up to our, our fucking Mensa Scholar. Mensa Scholar Damien, yeah. Yeah, to fight a Brightus, and I like wasted a fucking like insight on him. And he the just, most useless NPC. He just didn't even fucking show up. He was stuck on the other side of the fog door because I was like, "Wait a minute, where's our meat shield?" He just he wasn't there. He wasn't there for us. That was the worst. That, I think that's what started our like hating on Damien. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, also his like, name is like Damien. The, like, come on, yeah, <laughs> what are you doing with your life? Are you, he's he's cosplaying Donald the Duff. guy from The Omen. What are you doing? <laughs> He's the Donald Duck of uh of Bloodborne. Like in Kingdom Hearts, I don't know if you ever played that. I know Kay has, but like yeah. Donald Duck is basically useless. Like you just hear and then he dies. Like he does. He, the he, difference. The difference there is that they do eventually revive themselves after a short yeah. a short amount of time. Yeah, at least he can die again. He's supposed to. Be <laughs> I live. I die. Me. I live again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I hate this. I hate this so much. And there was that one specific moment with Damien where I think he caused problems for us in my game. And you were like, do you want to summon Damien? I was like, I don't even want to look at Damien right now. (laughs) 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 Like so much aggression featured on this one NPC. Walter's a little bit better because he's a little bit beefier and he'll heal himself. So at least there's that. And he was like, I was like, where have you been all my life? He can fight, um, he can fight Lawrence with you, too. Not Lawrence, um, um, the horse demon guy. What's his name? Ludwig. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah, him and, uh, Henriette can both fight, uh, Ludwig. And they're pretty, pretty fucking tough. Do you, uh, do you remember in Dark Souls 2, 
the like to to finish NPC quests, you had to summon them in like a certain amount of times for boss fights. Yeah, and that's and why I they... never finished any NPC quests in Dark Souls Two. <laughs> <laughs> they had to survive at the end, and there was one I can't remember her name. Uh, there was which, whoever you had to. It's the one that um, it's, you fight her brother. I can never remember the chick's name. Yeah. Uh, oh God, what's her name? I really like that NPC, and I don't yeah, remember her name right she's, now. She's she's really cool, and I just spaced on her name. But uh, she was basically like wet tissue going up against like the the smelter demon, who is this you know giant horned fire demon and like she would just die in two hits and you would just have to reload to try to get her past the fight that's really good looking it up right now i cannot i have to i have to know she's got the mask right lucatiel lucatiel yeah that's it there that's it so yeah she's cool but yeah her her quest line is really hard to complete because she kind of sucks because she she has <laughs> they eventually patched they they patched it so that and they just gave her more hp like they just like quadrupled her hp and made it easier to get past it i was really i, I thought that was really hilarious come on bro you, you can't do this by yourself from's gonna help you yeah that and they also uh patched in uh gestures for some of the npcs not all of them but some of them gesture at you which i yeah. always love Absolutely, my my favorite NPC in Dark Souls Two, uh, and maybe across any of the Dark Souls games, uh, is Bashful Ray, because <laughs> he's you summon him in uh, that little forest area, um, and he just hangs out. He's in like a full ninja outfit, and he's you know kind of half invisible, and he just hangs out with binoculars looking at enemies. <laughs> like that's all he does. <laughs> and he's, I don't know why I, um... Bashful Ray just really cracks me up. I'm not sure he has a name, but I like that one in um, Frozen Elium Lois that pretends to be your friend. Yes. And will, yes. like, gesture at you and wave, and then when you open a treasure chest, he backstabs you. Yeah, he's the same guy that's in uh, um, the other DLC, right? The one that t- t- tries to get you to go to the bottom um, uh, to get the Artorius sword? I think so. I think that's the same dude. I don't remember his name, dude. It's the same gimmick, that's for sure. But I'm yeah, not sure if he yeah. has a name, or if he's just, like, unnamed like traitor phantom npc <laughs> and you get the ring to do that to other people um later but not everyone falls for it hardly anybody falls for it i tried <laughs> hardly to, anybody i, falls I, for I it. tried to troll a lot of people and like if unless you just invade the biggest idiot in the state then you're probably not gonna it's probably not gonna work and then i just like wake up and i'm like what <laughs> unless you invade the biggest idiot in the state <laughs> then jesse sits up <laughs> did you summon me did you summon me <laughs> i've been sad I've, i keep missing the uh budborn streams um and the one time that i did catch it it was uh my internet was so bad i could like it was just it would play for five seconds and then cut out and then play for five seconds and then cut out uh, this one was not streamed so you didn't yeah. miss it anyway but um you were, yeah, just we're coming having up- a good time and you know having some good monster killing therapy you mm-hmm. know yeah where you hang out with your friends and kill monsters with them and then you feel like infinitely better about everything in life yep have- at least while the monsters are dying until you get <laughs> slappied by blue assholes <laughs> the, just- the level up dungeon that we were using was just full of those little blue alien blobby dudes uh, and yeah. like and like you know what, they're not so bad until they just start slapping you all like over. There's like thirty of them in that first yeah. room, I swear. And like, but but it gives you like sixty k blood echoes to kill them all, and then you can just leave. So, yeah. <laughs> so but it's like this terrible process of like bum wrecker just throwing rocks at like aliens and taking them out into the hall like two at a time, and like killing them. 
because I kept getting slappied and losing all my blood echoes, and I was like, I can only do this so many times. So then I was, like, luring them slowly, which is everything that I don't want to do in Bloodborne. Like, Bloodborne's really the, like, Leroy Jenkins it most of the- You gotta get in there! Mm-hmm. You're safe mm-hmm. for now, but you gotta get in there! You have to hit them, though! <laughs> That, uh, so it sucks my, my, to be doing that. My main weapon in Bloodborne on my arcane build uh, is the uh, pizza cutter or the whirly gig. Yeah, me too. And uh, I just put a bunch of like because I did a bunch of chalice diving with that character, so I just like that that thing has all kinds of weird, extremely high level bolt gems in it. So I can go through those is chalices with those blue guys, and it just hold L two, and it's like I'm mowing the grass, like they just all fall. <laughs> I call that the weed whacker move. The weed whacker, absolutely. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. (laughs) But um, that's all I got because the rest is E3 bullshit, which we're going to talk about later. Stay tuned to the end of the episode for the E3 bullshit. But uh, yeah. Jesse. Oh, right. It's me. (laughs) I guess I'll just talk about I've been taking a 3D printing class. uh, And I mean, I say class, but really it's like, Here's a three. Here's a bunch of three D printers, a bunch of different kinds. You're gonna take some tests about like all the components about it, and you're just gonna print a bunch of shit. But we're not gonna teach you how to use the software. So good luck and welcome to the wild west. So it's been a time, but I have made some pretty cool shit. So you I know, like the Sombra one. Yeah, I reprinted her today because um a piece of her broke off when I it off the raft which was weird because it was just like one polygon and it wasn't even like one of the fragile ones it was like a big fatty polygon just broke off and then i fused it back together with acetone and then today i handed it to my friend and they i, le- I left for a second and then i hear jesse you're gonna hate me and, I <laughs> back and i'm like what what is it and they're like i snapped the polygon off again because i was testing how strong it was and i was like why would you do this <laughs> so i printed another one because there was a free printer and i was like i really want this to work um so i'm gonna hook it to a couple pin backs and wear it as a pin it's pretty big but it's actually like super cute i have to sp- i'm gonna spray it purple because the only other printer that was open had like orange shit in it and i was like i don't want this to be orange um but yeah i 3d printed a chain which was interesting because the way you have to 3d print it like it's basically floating in air, and then when you snap it off the raft, it just falls into a chain. It's bizarre. Um, but I was using a bunch of different software. Those words did not make any sense. <laughs> you snap <laughs> it off the raft, and it falls into a chain. The raft like, is the bottom <laughs> part that it prints onto. Oh, yeah, so the raft is like, yeah, it, first it'll um, print down a raft, which is just like a big base, and then it'll slowly print whatever you're printing so that the thing doesn't move around. Um, gotcha yeah and like with some stuff it doesn't really matter like cups and whatnot but other stuff it needs the raft so that everything stays in place uh and the chain will be totally still like it won't move until you snap the raft off the bottom and then it just is a movable chain because i was making one of those like you know like those little japanese (coughs) wind chimes with like the one little like tag thing at the bottom that blow back and forth underneath like the little dome but yeah, it was a it was a fun learning experience. I also basically I made a bunch of crap I wanted. Let's be honest. Like I, mean, <laughs> I made a uh, I made a 
charm that's like, I'm going to use as a necklace charm that's like the Blades of Mercy. First I made it too fat, so then I made it again, and it's like the perfect, so I'm just going to spray it flat um, as like a silvery color. I kind of wanted to try like making the, it break apart, right? So I was going to do a hinge, but it was just like so much work to do that. And I was afraid that like the basically head of the part that's the extruder was going to be too big to be able to extrude something that, you know, tiny. Um, So I didn't do that. But in hindsight, I could have like printed both pieces and then just built the hinge myself. Um, But it still looks cool. Uh, Yeah, so it's, it's been fun. I learned a bunch of new software. I immediately outdid the baby software. Like, first day, the teacher only really trained us in the baby software. And that wasn't even training. She was just like, use this baby software. So I was like, yeah, this is, this is not good enough. So then I moved on to Fusion 360. But then the teacher was like, I don't know how to use this. So I was like, guess I'll just lay down. Um, <laughs> but luckily I had a friend in the class who's obsessed with 3D printing. And so they helped me, the same one who broke my thing. So, you know, I guess it all evens <laughs> out in the end. Uh, and then I moved into um, Cinema 4D to do some of the stuff like the chains and the dome because that didn't want to be built in fusion 360 there are just like some limitations to the shapes you can build but yeah it was fun um it was a big you know party i don't know if i have anything that's not e3 related in terms of well results, we could talk so. about detroit become human and how much we love connor but that's about the only thing oh, i can yeah think of. i do so k k and k has been talking about detroit become human and then the game i've been watching a let's it. play yeah, and so I started watching the Game Grumps play it, and I was like, oh no, I love this, I love this Android. I love one Android, Connor. Um, so then I was like, Kay, because the Game Grumps were taking too long, so I was like, Kay, is there another playthrough? I am watching Super Best Friends play. So uh, I watched all of those episodes last night. Oh, wow. While I couldn't sleep. There's I like 12 like, of them? Yeah, I did. I watched all 12 episodes. There's a, they're um, all like half an hour long, too. Yeah, I fast forward through, I t- I'll be 100% honest, I could not give a single shit about what's her name and the child, and like, oh, I Cara, know I'm supposed yeah. to, but like, I don't care. Her, so I just- on the scale of like, characters I like the most to least, it's Connor at the top, of course, and then Kara is next, because she has some interesting action sequences, and then yeah. Marcus is at the bottom, because that's where all the bad race allegory shit comes in. Yeah, that was bad, <laughs> that, there was so, Marcus's story is messy as hell. It's bad. Um, yeah, it's really bad, and I don't know why they would do that. Well, I do know why they would do it um, to the one character of color that's, like, a main character. I'm like, this is... Sick. It's so that people don't get pissed off when they're like, see, this white android is preaching at, like, non-white androids about racism. So they can't, yeah. so they, they give it to the, to the non-white actor, the only and one. It, and Jesus I'm sorry Christ. for him. Like, he is suffering in this game. He deserves so much better. Um, but yeah, so I, I started, I started, I watched all of those and then I watched basically like pretty much, um, the perfect ending for, I watched two endings for Connor. I haven't seen the endings yet. Yeah. I won't tell you about them. Um, since I know you're going to play and stuff, but, uh, yeah, I watched the endings, um, and I really enjoyed them. I watched the, okay, goodbye forever. (laughs) I watched the... (laughs) I watched the um, Hank and Connor friendship arc, which was super fun. So they have some really you- cute scenes. I love the one where uh, where Hank um, tries to do Connor's coin tricks. 
Yeah. Um, that one's really cute. It's so cute. <laughs> right after he told him to stop it with the coin. You're really <laughs> pissing me off with that coin, Connor. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I can't do this. <laughs> it's a shame that Connor doesn't understand sarcasm, so he could be like, you're really pissing me off with that coin, Lieutenant. <laughs> I just, I love it so much. And just like, th- like, as they go on, you realize, like, I don't know how far you are. I don't remember. I won't talk about, like, um, but I know you did see the scene where, uh, Connor has to come peel fucking Hank off the floor of his Yes. <laughs> Look, everyone, I, I, I scraped the detective off the floor and brought him into the sex club. <laughs> the sex club scene was a wild ride. Oh my god, honest. it's wild. And, and like, the, I love that bit in the in the super best friends play where they they get there and one of them's immediately like, I'm just gonna pre mark pity the sex bots on our bingo card. Yeah. <laughs> and then halfway through, like, he's like, I'm just gonna double mark pity the sex bots on our bingo card. Yeah, because it was lesbian and like lesbian sex bots who were in love and running away together, and you're just like, okay, <laughs> you're like, okay, I'll I'll let you go. And also, I don't know what she- I expected. I don't understand why Hank is just like, I hate androids, but then he's just like, actually, thanks for not shooting the androids, Connor, if you don't shoot them. Like, if it basically, if you don't shoot any of the androids in the game, you earn a lot of his approval. So it seems also like- if you Also, if you don't die. Yeah. Because um, Connor, Connor has a, an absurd number of possible deaths. But since he's an android, they just repair him and he comes back. And Hank freaks the fuck out every single time. Um, That's it, like really Hank upsets had him. A son. I know. <laughs> I was kind of hoping it was because he had like a human partner that died partner? Yeah, or something I that would have made a lot more sense thing. for his arc. But David Cage is really fond of the dead child trope. So yeah, so here we are. Like, My dead child was murdered by an android, but it wasn't. It was the human doctor who. That uses robo robo drugs. Did you? Yeah. There's like a bit in the game where they're like, "Yeah, it's made out of the blood of androids," and I was like, "What the fuck?" That's so confusing because first of all, the blood of androids is blue, and Mm. this is red ice. Yeah, it's it's red cocaine essentially. Yeah, I just I have. They couldn't do blue because Breaking Bad did that. So. So they're like red ice, but also the android blood is blue. So you know. And Connor just puts it in his fucking mouth all the time. <laughs> like, essentially- no, I love, I love it. Be- I love that first scene. He does it because he like licks the blood or whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And what then the Hank in the doing, background, Connor? Hank in the background, is like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, oh, same Hank. This is the yeah. only part of this game that I have seen because I, I watched the giant bomb quick look and I saw that exact same thing and like literally out loud on my couch in an empty room was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> the science is not that And cool. the best part is like all the time he says like, I have been designed to um, integrate properly with humans and then they then he fucking licks blood to see what it is. And I'm like, Listen, Do when you're investing in his fingers, like the, wh- when you're investigating a crime scene, the last thing you want to do is touch the evidence. Like yeah, it just seems like, and then even more like a like a fucking sin is to fucking put it in your mouth. Who designed him? Who was like, this is not gonna be weird for humans at all? Well, he even says like, oh, sorry, I should have warned you. And it's like, why didn't you? Why would you put those sensors in your? In your fingertips of your androids, like we're, the stuff that yeah, they're just going to be touching stuff. He all can of the analyze time. the composition and calorie count of a of a fucking burger just by looking at it, but he has to lick blood to analyze it. 
<laughs> I so have fucking no stupid. fucking idea. It's such a weird. There's the game is filled with like dumb shit like that. That's the worst part. It's like some of the like the character the character stories I actually really enjoy. Like their emotional journeys, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like even um the girl I couldn't give a shit about like. The, her and the little girl, like, when the little girl calls her mom, like, I'm like, okay, I feel an emotion. I feel one emotion. Um, but, like, the, 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 the weird race allegories, and then fucking the, just, like, the plot holes in it, and, like, the weird, like, stuff that doesn't make any sense, like, okay, we're gonna identify these androids with an LED sticker. But it's it's like, just a fucking sticker. They scrape it off with a pair heels, of scissors, yeah, and there's skin heels skin over heels it. over it. <laughs> so, like, there's... Why? Like, what the hell? And there's no fail-safe. There's none. <laughs> Like That's they, it. Specifically, like, there's lore in the game that they had, like, there's a law in place that they had to be identified, so they have to wear Android-specific clothing, and they have these LEDs, but just take, a, like, the flat edge of a, of a pair of scissors and scrape it off your face, there's no consequence. Why no fail-safe? They just change their clothes. <laughs> yeah, they, they just, just change their clothes. Yeah. yeah. Jesse, have you played any and other David it. Cage games? Like, have you? did you play Heavy no. Rain or any of that stuff? No, I did yeah. not so, play Heavy Rain. So I have... <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've played, I've played I've, I've, Heavy Rain and I've played Beyond Two Souls. Uh, I'd love to hear Jesse play Beyond Two Souls because I think she would just scream at the game the entire time that you're. That oh she my was god, playing Beyond it. Two Souls is so bad. Like it's I think so fucking bad. Um, if if Omicron didn't exist, I would say that Beyond Two Souls is probably one of the worst. But Omicron is definitely like undeniably the worst because it's unplayable. Um, did, uh, well, you know what? Indigo Prophecy is also really bad. Yeah, Indigo yeah. Prophecy the ending also- of Indigo Prophecy is 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 a true special. Like, what what the fuck are you even trying well, to say? Ending, kinda- yeah, the endings of the ending of this game was so fucking wild. Like the even the perfect ending. So like the ending that you're so like hey, ideally you're supposed don't to don't be specific, but just tell me: is there sudden supernatural bullshit? No. Okay, so that's, like, one of the only things it has going for it, then, because weird uh, supernatural bullshit is kind of a staple of Quantic Dream games, where, no, like, like, Indigo Prophecy those- had the, like, um, ghost AI Mayan alien bullshit that came in about three-quarters of the way through the game, and then yeah. Heavy Rain had the stuff that got cut with the, like, psychic link to Shelby, and then Beyond Two Souls had its everything. It. <laughs> Is that because I'll make a, an analogy with another movie instead of like telling you what happens? But essentially, you know how in um, in Brotherhood of the Wolf, you like basically know who the villain is like right away, but like you can't in any way be able to like explain the full like plot of the villain and like the full extent of how deep it goes until you get to the end, and then you're just like, what was the point of this? Yeah. That's what you're gonna feel at the end of this game. Yeah, that's as far that's as surprising. Are. Yeah, because I was like, why? What was what? What? Like, I had several. <laughs> one thing. Like, one thing that we talked questions. about a lot was like, I just suddenly started talking about all the weird bullshit in Quantic Dream games after the Budborn play, and just so we talked about a lot of this stuff. Um, oh, yeah. like that really bad ending of Heavy Rain. So, so there's this like a lot of okay, a lot of the endings of Heavy Rain are bad, but the worst one by far. <laughs> I would far go so far to say is... all of the endings are <laughs> Heavy Rain are bad. 
<laughs> but the worst one by far is the one that you get if um, Ethan does not get co- captured by the cops. You have sex with Madison in the hotel room, and Sean dies. Um, so Sean, the, and that Sean? ending, like Sean, 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 have sex with Sean. Um, <laughs> so. You're standing on Sean's grave, and Ethan's like, I'm such a fuck-up, I can't believe I got both of my kids killed. Or whatever. He's, like, moping about it. And then, without... No, no, there's nothing in between Sean is dead because of me and this next line, but Madison turns to him, and it's like, Ethan, I want you to give me a child. <laughs> <laughs> <How> awkward! <laughs> Just, like, straight up, like, time to replace your dead children. Wouldn't it be better if she just turned turned to her to him and said, "You were hiding a child." <laughs> oh, no. Maybe, um, like I feel like maybe like um maybe that's why the writing for this, like some of the character writing, isn't so bad because they're androids, so they're not supposed to talk like people. But like, yeah, a lot of awkwardness is explained away by the fact that they're literally robots. Yeah. Whereas in Heavy Rain, like. The you're like what humans talk like this to each other. Um, they're also I don't know if you've met uh fucking the they call him um like at one point Hank calls him um Connor's creator, but he's like one of the like creators of Cyber Life. There's like two of them. There's oh, a lady. No, not yet. Okay. Well, he has a man bun first of all, which is like fifty percent of his character. <laughs> And, like, imagine if Jesse Eisenberg's Facebook movie character, so, like, that Mark Zuckerberg, not real-life Mark Zuckerberg, because, you know, there's, like, a difference between, like, how you, yeah, portray, so that Mark Zuckerberg had, like, a baby with the the villain Graves or whatever from um, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. if, If they had a child, and that child had a man bun. It would be this character. Like every fuckboy you ever meet in college. He's just like, I read Nietzsche once and I only sort of understood it, but I'm smarter than you. And like, I hate him. And like, he he gets out of his fucking swimming pool. Because by the way, he they even get into his house to come talk to him about stuff that I won't mention. But he gets out of his swimming pool and puts on a robe. But like... He invites them in before he gets out. Like, he does a couple laps before he gets out of the pool. And I'm like, this asshole. And then he gets out of the pool. He's, like, in his rope. And he has all these, like, blonde, like, androids that look exactly the same, obviously. But, like, they're in the pool with him. There's also, like, one and she's, like, barefoot. It's just so fucking weird. And, like, maybe it's because, like, Silicon Valley people, like, California, we have a lot of them. Um. They're like, it just rubbed me the entire wrong way. And I don't know if it was supposed to intentionally, but I was like, who did this? Who I mean, you're probably not character? supposed to to like him, but I feel like you probably dislike him for reasons that David Cage didn't intend. Oh, yeah. So like, he's like every garbage, like Elon Musk wannabe. It's just, it's so bad. And I, and I like, he, I was like, who, I can't even, I can't even, like, it hurt me to watch the scene, Kay. And yeah, not for this, the reason it was supposed to. Like, I'm, gonna, I'm just like, I want this guy to vacate. Yeah, I'm going to say, like, of all the Quantic Dream games, I'm probably enjoying what I've seen of Detroit the most. Yeah. Um, because, like, Heavy Rain is 
mostly just hilarious because it's bad. Um, and it has probably one of the worst plot twists of all of them. Um, oh Beyond God. Two Souls was a mess the whole way through. Indigo Prophecy is also hilariously bad, but is easily one of the worst. Um, and then Omicron is unplayable. Um, so, by far, Detroit's the most competent game in the series. But, like, then you get to a point where, like, Jesse Williams' android is talking to this beat-up, old, busted robot. He's like, what happened to you? And the guy is like, my master tied me to the bumper of his car and dragged me for three miles. And I'm like... <sighs> that's a... Uh, um, excuse me, that's a plot to the, to the TV show Supernatural. Um, just, just to say, you need to step off. It's also a real-life, famous oh, yeah, abso- absolutely yeah, that happened. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was making... I was just and making that's definitely what he was referencing, and I'm just like, oh my god. Uh, yeah, it's really hard. That's the thing about this game. I think that's so frustrating, though. It's because like you'll watch you'll watch like Connor's arc, and it's just like a buddy cop sort of thing. With like you, I mean, you can't get away from the fact that people hate androids because there's that one detective who like yells at him. Who's just an asshole for He's no fucking reason. Asshole. Yeah, I hate him. And I like Where's I literally. The, what button do I have to press to tell him to eat my ass? Because honestly, <laughs> there's like you know that meme where the lady's holding the guy in her arms and putting her other arm out, like "Do not touch" to the uh, yeah. you know that meme, and it's like me. That's me and Connor's in my arms, and I'm like, "Don't you fucking touch him, you demon, you time traveling demon!" I hate him, and like there's just no reason for it. Um, so. Like, but outside of that, mostly you can escape that fuckery when you're in Connor's arc, which might be why his arc is so, like, appealing. But, yeah, I, uh, I, like, that arc- Connor's, like, oh. you mostly escape it as well. It's just kind of, her story's just kind of comparatively boring. Yeah. But then, poor, poor Marcus. Poor Marcus. Jesse Williams. Just got the short end of the stick on this one. Yeah. <laughs> is so it's not it's a it's a sad it's a sad time so that i think that's what makes the game so frustrating is that like there are good parts like it's that's how they always are it sucks yeah Yeah, it's 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 uh, trying to like it it, you just want the game to be be and do better like is the the entire time that you're playing it because there's some like interesting ideas with controls and stuff like that's what that's the reason i played heavy rain is because i was fascinated with the idea of like how you control this game like you were you know smashing and holding different combinations of buttons until like all of a sudden you realize you have to like oh i need my wife to come over and hit the x buttons because i don't have enough fingers left <laughs> yeah there's um, a prompt in norman in norman jaden's arc where you have to hit every button on the controller yeah and like some of that stuff is kind of interesting like i'm not saying that it's a good idea but like it's but it's so surrounded in all of this bullshit even, where he just does not address even anything. indigo prophecy has an interesting hook yeah. Like the the opening scene of Indigo Prophecy is actually really cool. And then it just and then it just dies. <laughs> and it just dies. This is how it dies. <laughs> Thunderous applause. It's it's it uh, reminds uh, we me went, a lot of uh, we went on a hell of a tangent. Yeah. Yeah. It, the, Sorry, continue. It just that that um and this will be E three stuff, I guess, but like that division two game um is literally a bunch of soldiers like with American flag bandanas like marching on Washington DC and uh, there's been an interview that's been floating around with the developer and he's like and they're like oh no this this is not a political statement and he's like but but it's it's armed people <laughs> marching on the, na- on the nation's capitals like well they just need some more territory and I'm like oh my god what the what you, you art is political what the yeah, fuck is your these, problem all these, all these people that think that their creations are created in a vacuum it's like no 
That's not how it works. I mean, you, yeah. were, you were utilizing imagery that is that, that you're, the reason that that looks cool to you is like that you have to research that. You have to know how to deal with that. You can't just put a dude marching on Washington, D.C. and think, oh, that looks cool, but it doesn't mean anything because it means things to a lot of people. And, ugh, it, gets, it gets me so aggravated. <clears throat> yeah, I definitely also think like sometimes, cause not to be like, I know French people, but I do. Well, and, like, David Cage is also just an aggravating person. Yeah, yeah, but like also no, but like their politics <laughs> and whatnot, and like their like their understanding of our politics. You know what I'm saying? Like from another yeah. point of view, makes sense. Like I could be like, oh, this is definitely because he's French. Like when I'm watching it, like or like the company is French. So like, there's definitely influences in that way um as far as like how they view our culture versus how they view their culture which is interesting to me um and i'm just kind of like hey why don't at least also by the way this place actually does look like detroit like especially those houses that they drive by like it's not some weird indescript like america somewhere yeah like heavy rain is in god knows where somewhere (laughs) somewhere Whereas this actually at least looks like Detroit. But I remember telling Kay, I was like, why don't they just make a game in France? Hmm? Yeah. Hmm? With some yeah. supernatural bullshit there. I know, like, like in like Detroit's not the first game to be set in Detroit. Like, the Deus Ex games are set in Detroit as well, aren't they? Because that's where, like, they, like, repurposed all the car factories to be, yeah. um, like, Android slash... Um, I don't know what to call them. Cyborg parts factories. Aug- augments, augments is what augment factories. In, in I think is what they call yeah. them. Yeah, I, I, don't, I haven't played a lot so, of those games, but yeah, I don't know if maybe that has something to do with it, or maybe David Cage believes that his game will have more widespread appeal if it's set in America. I don't know, but I have well, no well using yeah, they like, never sp- once mentioned the like auto parts places and. The only thing is, like, you know that artist guy? I'm like, what fucking house in Detroit does he live in? Yeah, there's always some, like, weird modern art home in David Cage games. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, sorry about this tangent. We were just trying to talk about how much we love Connor. But, like, the built-up rage that accrues as you're trying to just enjoy a character. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to get past. Like, you're like, I love... I love these character interactions, but god damn, I hate this writing. <laughs> <laughs> David Cage sucks. That's that's a especially yeah. if you if you in, that's not even getting into all the like labor practices, actual like yeah. abuses of labor practices. Yeah, but that's um I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but uh, several people uh, on my Twitter have been talking real positively about the uh, Waypoint E three podcast <laughs> because along with um like all of the stuff that they're talking about with this, you know, Oh, new games. They also talk about the developers making them and like responses to sexual harassment stuff, responses to labor practices. Um, they were the only people that I know that held back their review until somebody could do like a thorough research process on Detroit and, and, and incorporate the, all of the, the allegations and the lawsuit and everything that's going on kind of, um, with the studio and not necessarily with the game, but they wanted to incorporate that into the review and talk about it because, and I, th- I find that stuff really interesting. So, Shout outs yeah. to Waypoint, who definitely doesn't need me to do that because they're, you know, a giant <laughs> website. Is it my turn or? Um, it is, yes. Our tangent is complete okay. now. Sorry to everybody who fell asleep. Um, I don't know if this belongs here or in uh, the salt, but uh, I, I think I kind of need to defend myself on the Baldborn controversy because I'm right. I will, you guys are totally I will wrong. kick you out of this recording <laughs> chat. I- $300 fine. <laughs> 
um i wrote a big long thing in i think i I think you guys are gonna make me read it but uh yeah like this is this is good this is good all of the characters in bloodborne are bald and if you think about it that way while you're playing i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna boot you from this chat okay okay that's all i'll say um (laughs) (laughs) fine um so our friend on twitter uh morbid beard uh has been uh he found david lynch for the first time this year so uh and over the course of like a couple of weeks that dude kind of mainlined all of the David Lynch movies and then started it on uh that sounds intense. He watched I think he told me that he watched uh Blue Velvet and Mulholland Drive and another movie back to back on the same day. Like he just stayed oh, up and, and I'm like I can't I just can't imagine cuz like when I finish a David Lynch movie like I need to like process it for a week or something. Um but he started Twin Peaks, and then he uh, he started this. Uh, he kind of asked on Twitter, like, "Hey, if if you know any Twin Peaks fans in the house, I want to I want a place where I can spoil the hell out of this series, and uh, you know we could talk about it in a group DM." So I jumped in there because I love Twin Peaks a lot, and it's kind of inspired me to rewatch the series. Um, I haven't rewatched the first two seasons in quite a, quite a long time, um, but you know watched the third as it was airing on Showtime every week last year. Uh, did y'all know Twin Peaks is really good? <laughs> I don't know if you knew yes. that. <laughs> it's, yes, it is. It is really great. Like it's astounding how all of the performances just hold up so well. And seeing Kyle McLaughlin in his baby face is just—he's just—he's so handsome. He's just such a cool guy. Uh, and everything, almost everything, holds up throughout that entire show until you start getting into the second season problems. Um, It's—it's it's just it's just so good. <laughs> like, I just, I don't even know how to like qualify it. Uh, like the idea came up of like, Oh yeah. You, you know, start a podcast about twin peaks. And I was like, man, I don't, I would just be me saying it's good into a microphone for an hour and a half. Like, I don't think that's good. Like, I don't think that'd be a good podcast to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the music and, and everything is, is great. And, uh, it gave me a chance to break out the, uh, the blu-rays and I discovered that the, the blu-rays. So, like this aired in the eighties or whatever. Um, and apparently in the late nineties, Bravo picked it up for syndication. And at that time, David Lynch wrote and recorded, um, these lengthy log lady bits where it's just the log lady sitting in a chair in her house and talking to the viewer. And she just kind of like random, just, just rambles at you about like things that might happen in the episode or whatever. But like, it goes on for a solid two and a half, three minutes for every episode. And there's, like it's there's one before every single episode and like I'd never seen any of this stuff before because it was only on the the Bravo stuff. And I'm just like there's a whole hours worth of content just just Log Lady, which is one of the best characters. So, <laughs> <laughs> did you ever play uh, Deadly Premonition? I, I did not. Everybody says that's like Twin Peaks the game. It's um, just Twin Twin Peaks the game. It's yeah. it's really like I can't say necessarily that it's a good game because it's 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 just. But it's a lot of fun, and it's really weird and Twin Peaksy, and I think you might get some kind of a kick out of it. Check yeah, out some videos. I don't know. It's it's uh it's been on my list to like try to find a good LP of because I, I I've heard it's like really really janky and man there's oh, it's some, janky as hell. yeah yeah and there's there's some kind of jank that I can appreciate that I can get behind but I from what the limited amount that I've seen about it but I don't I don't know that I could handle it um I but yeah I, I've had that on like my you know sit down for five hours and watch an LP of a video game thing um. The Alan I got Wake it for games. free on PSN a bazillion oh, years nice. ago. Okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I I should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, I've also been playing Dark Souls Remastered, uh, which is a very good <coughs> game. You guys should you guys should play that. Uh, oh, definitely, it. it's on the list. I just haven't bought it yet because we're still playing Bloodborne. Yeah. Um, I was watching uh, 
Aaron play that today from Game Grumps, and he went to roll, and, like, it was, and he was, like, trying to see how encumbered he was, because his roll took, like, a minute, like, a whole (laughs) minute. It looked like someone just, like, went to roll, but instead they just fell on their shoulder. Oh, that's probably the the fat roll. That's definitely the fat roll, yeah. Well, like, and, like, the thing is, is, like, so he's, like, he was thinking about this, so he's, like, I made my character super lean and blah, 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 but then he, like, went to, like, roll, and it was just, like, bonk, right? And it looked like he just fell, and we were there for a whole minute. It was, like, some really embarrassing, like, and he kept doing it. He's, like, look at this. Look, look at it. And I'm, like, please, yeah. stop. There's me. a, uh, there's the fast roll where it's, you just roll, and, like, in Bloodborne. Uh, when yeah. you're not locked on, and then there's the mid roll, which is like you roll, but then there's like a pause at the at the end where your character get, takes a little bit longer to get up, and then there's the no, fat was- roll where he falls on his shoulder and then kind of f- flops over on the ground and stands up. But it was just like the it was the regular roll, like that was it. Like I don't know if it was just he was experiencing lag or what was happening to him, but like it was a bad it was a bad time for all. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Oh, there's also the yeah. uh, if you're if you're way over your item weight, um, then you can't roll at all. Yeah, it'll just like you, you'll do like a yeah. little you'll do like like what I would do at, at 37 years old. If someone told me to dive roll on the ground, I'd be like, just kind of faint towards it. And be like, uh, nope, not really. I'm not going to do that. That's going to hurt. Too no. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to do that. Oh, my God. That game is, is so janky and it's so great and it's so breakable and it's um, it's it's really fantastic. It's uh, okay, the pe- why when that thing guy, that guy drops the thing down the well where the where you are and there's like a key, right, that you mm-hmm. take off the, an item. And why is the little like item thing flaming over his ass? That's just that's just the way Dark Souls rolls, man. There's, that's just how it be. That's just how it <laughs> why be. Is, I never- have so many additional questions. Um, why do you crotch stab everybody in this game? Well, I mean, that's it's just, just like the pigs in Bloodborne. Like you, you shove your fe- you shove your hand up their their asshole. I mean, like this is just how so- from but, software like, does stuff. Everybody's everybody's getting crotch stabbed, and it's just like the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. Maybe they shouldn't be so fucking tall. Then maybe that's exactly. their fault. <laughs> maybe shrink up a little bit. Did you have you seen the? Uh, I, I know Mai was uh, posting some of this on her on her Twitter. She was doing some parries and reposts using the uh, Great Scythe. And it's funny because yeah. it's a stick with a giant curved blade at the end, and you do the parry, you, like you knock their weapon over, and then you just take it and like you're just shoving the blunt side of the blade through their body and then bringing it back out. It makes no fucking sense whatsoever, and it's great. I love it. Which is but, weird because there are some like, aren't there some specific animations? Like, why didn't they use the club animation where you just kind of whack them with it? I have no idea because it's probably just like a weapon classification thing. Like it's counted as a as a scythe, and like the other scythes like probably look normal with that. I don't I don't know. Like there's yeah. probably something stupid. And then you have all of the like if you do the hornet ring, like you have custom animations for all that stuff. So yeah, Dark Souls is great. It's broken. I've been um I've been streaming a lot. I've been doing my Karmic Justice invasions, and uh, it's that's just a blast. Um, Jesse, you probably have no idea what that is, but. It's a spell you cast, and then you just wait for people to hit you five times, and then you explode. Um, and it can also happen. <laughs> <laughs> it can also it can also happen after death. So like you'll like people will hit you, and like you go into the dying animation, and then they'll just keep spamming R one, thinking like they're badasses, and then you'll explode after you die and kill them. It's really satisfying. It's extraordinarily <laughs> satisfying. Uh, the stream is a lot. There's of fun. some good. There's some good troll capabilities for Dark Souls PvP oh, yeah. for the first mm-hmm. game. 
I'm uh, I'm, I'm working on my fat I'm target too nice build. To be so, a troll. so I looked, like, I, I looked up. Seem like it. I looked up the Game Grumps episode for science, and he is fat rolling. So that's what's going oh, okay. on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so bad. The uh, my my next project is to rebuild Fat Tarkus, uh, and that was the, the fun build where I would just that was a, have it. I remember it, the video. It's bad. Please, I'll, I'll send you the video. I'll send you the video, Jesse. But it's literally me just at at a part of the game where you like. There's only one way to progress, and like it's through this one particular door. And I would invade and just stand in this door with a shield, and like literally, they can't do anything. Like they just can't. And I would just do that for I, like. 30 or 45 minutes at a time like people are literally messaging me over xbox live saying please i just want to finish this game <laughs> please let me why people are like, you an actual gremlin <laughs> I, I don't know it's I, dark souls does something to me man like i did just there's it something about dark you souls you're speaking to the man who runs the dark souls hater tumblr yeah that's true <laughs> what the fuck the dark souls haters tumblr like the 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 hate mail one yeah dark souls i don't really run it i don't really put anything up there anymore but yeah it's fi- it's filled with garbage and hate mail it's great i still love oh like God. like the do you fight with sword guy <laughs> the guy whose name is dark souls oh yeah the, the guy who the, the xbox live member dark souls is always one of my favorite uh there's another guy named Ocean Finn that would just write. Uh, I had a guy that was sending me hate mail a lot, um, and he would just write just uh, just pages and pages and pages of garbage, screaming at this dude for just having the audacity to kill him in a video game. And like it just, I mean, it's just it's so terrible. It's it's fucking terrible. I'll try to put. I'll try to find some of that and put some links in the show notes for people for some some highlights of my favorite one. Um. But yeah, Dark Souls is cool. Um, I've also just started playing the Yakuza games, and I'm pretty excited about that. I don't know anything about them, but uh, the monsters—I know they're—they're they're they're goofy as hell. Yeah, uh, in the in the first 45 minutes, like the way that it presents like missions to you or whatever, like it does this like really uh, dynamic and like high impact font across the screen of telling you your mission, and like so far it's been like find a payphone. <laughs> <laughs> And like the screen is flashing or like you know find your friend and i'm like okay i saw cool. the i saw the one in one of the more recent yakuza games where you're like trying to help a dominatrix be a better dominatrix or whatever and it was amazing yeah that's mood and the, that's like, you get, you, she gives you a couple options and i think it's something the drop down list is something like i want to be humiliated and then there's another option and then there's i want you to step on me which is like really on brand <laughs> extremely extremely on brand but that's really all I got for pre-salt so alright moving into the salt oh I forgot to mention something oh, go Uh-oh. for it um, and hold on let me uh, I sent who okay um, today I was playing over gaze as I do and um, the and, and we won so I was I was I was feeling pretty good because I was Widowmaker and I, I did my job and uh play of the game went to my team's reaper which i need you to know that the reaper's name was really on brand because it was slap nuts 666 <laughs> <laughs> and like i was kind of paying attention because i saw like the reaper come up and i like saw his thing i was like oh our reaper got play of the game and i looked up at his name and it's like slap nuts 666 and i was like Whoa! <laughs> that's exactly who i expect to be playing reaper to be honest <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to share that because you reminded me of like the weird PSNs, and so that was my uh, 
weird PSN that I got today. It's a good one. I used to <laughs> on a uh, on Dark Souls haters. I would uh, I would tag uh, the each post with the name of the person sending all of the garbage hate mail. And so um, I think it's broken now because I, I don't really keep up with it. But you could go to like the tag cloud page and you would just see like a mm-hmm. sea of awful, awful uh, Xbox Live and the PSN news. <laughs> because they're all garbage people that send like racist or homophobic is still, stuff. It's still Dark Souls saying, oh, yeah. fool, can you fight with sword? Can you fight with sword? I think that was like one of the very first ones. Yeah. <laughs> it just cracks me up so much. Uh, but on that note, moving into the salt, um, cosplay prom definitely is, it's like, an, it's an all ages event. So it does attract like teenagers and, uh, younger kids. And there was this group of kids there. And one of them was just shrieking, like the building was burning down around her. And I'm just like, my, my dude, like, is there a fire? No, then you really need to calm down. Cause it is 95 degrees outside and it's about 85 in here. And I just cannot. I cannot with this. <laughs> Please don't. Um, something I did forget to mention, uh, in the, this is more pre-salt, but uh, there was one point where they played um, Bohemian Rhapsody, and everybody was singing along, and everybody's having a good time, because that's what you do when a Queen song comes on, um, especially Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. But then uh, the next song to play was um, rock, was Smash Mouth. You, you, know, you know the one. And it gets about halfway in and the DJ shuts it off and the crowd just riots. Like everybody starts screaming and I'm like, please. So he turns it back on and plays the rest of the song. And then he's like, okay, you guys had, you guys had your fun. Now you have to deal with this. And he starts playing like a remix of, um, never going to give you up mixed up with sandstorm by (laughs) dirt. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it was horrible. I'm here to uh, give you just, like, a taste of what it feels like. Bye. It was horrible. But it was really funny. So, um, that happened. Uh, and aside from that, my apartment is a wreck because cosplay, when I'm really, like, working hard on a cosplay, trying to get it done by a certain date, my uh, chores kind of fall by the wayside. and um, it's been so hot that I've been unwilling to do anything other than lay on the couch with my air conditioning running full blast. So it hasn't really Fair. gotten, I, I, I'm tidying here and there to kind of like, you know, it'll, it, it'll eventually get a little bit better if I do it like that, but it's just, it's too hot. Hot damn. But, um, the other thing is that I saw an announcement recently, um, that Telltale is confirmed for developing a Stranger Things game. And I'm like, I, nobody okay. wants an avocado. Thanks. Oh, thanks. I hate it. Um, and also, I'm still bitter that they haven't released a The Wolf Among Us Season 2, because I really like that one, and they just seem to have kind of forgotten about it. I think and that's my I'm sad. Um, favorite Telltale game out of all of them. I like that one a lot. Including, including um, like that first season of The Walking Dead, which I think is really good. Like, There's something about yeah. that Wolf Among Us. And, uh, have you played that, Jesse? Like, I'm sure you probably read the Fables comics, huh? Yeah, I read the Fables comics. Yeah, that, yeah, that game did a, a. I never played Wolf Among Us. Yeah, I recommend it. It's really yeah. good. It's it does a really good job of getting into kind of the 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 mood and vibe of the comics, and it's got a fucking killer soundtrack. Like it's it's oh, it's so good. Oh man, it's so good. Um, yeah, like I really love that one, and you know, I I remember somebody making a joke on Tumblr like two three years ago 
about this exact thing when the smudged writing on arm meme got popular where they're like, oh yes, Telltale, we love all of our properties. The Walking Dead, um, Game of Thrones, and looks at smudged writing on arms, the Wolfgang Amadeus. And that's kind of how I feel right now. (laughs) Did they confirm that they were making it? I feel like at an E3, like, Last year or the year before, they actually said that they were going to do it, and there's just been no. I don't think since. they've ever actually confirmed. They're just mm-hmm. kind. They've kind of been like, "Yeah, we're interested in making a season two someday, eventually, possibly down the line." Did so I ever, don't think they've ever. Did you ever play that Game of Thrones it. one? I did. Oof, oof, it oof. sure was a thing. It's it, I, the mm. first episode was good, and then it fell apart. I have a uh, I have a fake Facebook setup so that I can upload like a lot of bullshit game images. Um, from like PS4, like sh- saving images from games and whatever. And uh, I was looking through there to try to find a picture of uh, I saved of near, but I uh, stumbled across the horrible faces that is that they did with that weird like painter kind of painting style. And just like I kind of liked the art style. I just Peter Dinklage like, and like, all of the actual actors. Oh yeah, the this, actual they, actors they, all looked really awkward in it. Fucking terrible. But, yeah, I just remember that the first episode of that was really strong, and then after that, it was like oh, none of this matters and all these characters are going to die because they're not in the show. Yeah, absolutely. So, and they can't, they're not going to change anything about the show to fit this dumbass game, that's for sure. Yeah. So. I did not play Guardians of the Galaxy. I played um, I didn't the Borderlands even one. out until recently. I was like, that uh, already came out? What the hell? Yeah, it came out. I didn't play the Batman one either. I watched a Let's Play of part of it and then I got bored. Um, and then I, I liked the Telltale, not Telltale, the Borderlands one. That one was okay. Yeah, I have. Uh, everyone says that one's really good and really great. I thought that was was that Telltale. I guess it is Telltale. That was Telltale. Okay, I have it. I, like, I think I got it free on PSN. I just haven't ever gone to the trouble of starting it up and playing it. Uh, the less said about The Walking Dead season two, the better. And I didn't play season three, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I've been done with like all of The Walking Dead in general for for a while now. So I don't, I don't. My mom's watch it, so I'm like vaguely aware of what's happening at all times, but like. They even watch The Talking Dead after they watch The Walking Dead. Like, that's how into it they are. <laughs> like, I'm just like, okay, kids. Why you gotta be, why do I have to, I'm like in my room trying to relax, like meditate. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I remember The Walking Dead season one Telltale game, even with the cell shading, was almost too gory for my liking. <laughs> So I don't I don't really like zombie stuff, but like the, the, the season one was so good, and then they went to season two and they fucked everything up. Like it was so bad. It was season two was was really poor. I I, I didn't like that at all. Um, I don't know, like uh, that the Telltale like game structure, like they haven't really evolved very much. Like that Batman game kind of had an interesting gimmick to it, but they haven't evolved like a whole lot. So I'm just like no like i'm just kind of done with those type of games especially now that like like yeah. the the don't nod people are kind of killing it with life is strange and all, all those, oh, life those is strange is so good except for like some of the dialogue but um yeah like uh, the other problem with telltale is that they never seem to like fix their engine they mm. all have the same glitches which is that it stutters when loading especially during the last time on um like those are, those always cause your PlayStation to sound like it's going to take off into the stratosphere and it stutters <laughs> and like there's all kinds of like T-posing glitches and graphical glitches and like audio sync issues and like, it's playing, all the uh, same stuff. 
when I was playing on the 360, you could always tell like a big decision was about to happen because the game would just stop for five seconds. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm about to have to it's, make a decision because the game like, just like, like playing, freaked out. Have you guys ever played a Dreamcast? <laughs> like an actual one? Whenever it's loading something, it's always like... <laughs> <laughs> That's what my That's what PS4 sounds, sounds like, like right that now. That would it's scare miserable. me. <laughs> I am like, I mean, you're, I mean, Kay, you're probably used to it, but if I heard that, I'd be like, guess I'll die. <laughs> it was definitely the first time I booted one up, I was like, are you okay? Are but, you okay, buddy? Everything all right? <laughs> What's happening? But that's what, that's yeah. what my PlayStation sounds like whenever it's loading a Telltale game. Because they never bother to fix their engine, they just keep releasing the same game. So... Like your writing can only last, it can only do so much for you guys. You got to fix your games, but absolutely need to fix your games. Yeah. Um, but the last thing I got is that the whole internet noticed after the most recent Smash announcement that Snake's butt cheeks <gasps> got nerfed. Yeah. <laughs> They're nerfed. <laughs> I just. I just love that Oricon <laughs> meme where it's just him looking at the computer screen and he's like, "That's not solid Snake." <laughs> I want to be in the. I want to be in the design meeting for the because you know there had to be a like a, a design person who was like okay it's my job to make. Oh yeah, snake. there had to be a there had to be a conversation about it. I, I mean, the weird because yeah, the weirdest part is that in melee, like he did have the 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 butt. So like what they just they had to consciously decide to shrink his ass for this one. Yeah, like a dude, I, a dude in a suit walked to a designer like wearing a uh, like he's where the designers wearing a Nintendo shirt and he's like actually. Uh, this this character, this this male character here from the Metal Gear Solid series, sir, we're gonna need to uh reduce the butt cheeks. And like the guy was like, "Excuse me, you <laughs> <laughs> need to do what?" Now? <laughs> I'm just so sad. Like he had some cakes, and now they're pancakes. They're all pancakes. Like, I hate. This. Did you also notice no. that they changed his um symbol from the Foxhound logo to an exclamation point? You know why. Mm, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. That's funny. Did uh did you when, guys watch I, some, this? Whole, I saw somebody like, on Twitter. Sorry, no, I no, saw no, somebody no, on sorry. Twitter that was like, when Kojima left, he took Snake's ass with him. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how in the in the presentation that they were doing because they did like the forty five thousand minute Smash Brothers presentation during the Nintendo thing, um, and. They kept showing you stuff like, oh, and look, the Wii Fit trainer's face has changed. And they would like showed him up the two versions on the screen. And I was like, I can't tell any difference if I'm that whatsoever. What are <laughs> yeah. you talking about? But then they never did this with Sma- with uh, Snake's ass. It's like I would have definitely noticed if they had done like, and then we reduced Snake's Well, the internet teams. noticed anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah leave it to the internet. <laughs> Straight. Yep. That's... Just you know, I ha- I had to mention it because it's on brand for the Salt Report that we got we got to talk about Snake's ass. So oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, that's my salt. So uh, my first piece of salt is actually uh, part of my pre-salt, which is Twin Peaks. Uh, hey, you you know what's not cool? Having a uh, a, a white character dress up like a uh, a bigger Asian person to disguise herself. <laughs> What the fuck are yeah. you guys doing over there? That's not a good yeah, plot Twin line. Yeah, Twin Peaks hasn't aged well in a couple of areas. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the everyone kind of says that the, the first season is, because it's mostly written by written and directed by David Lynch and Mark Frost, so it's it's all good. And then season two 
you know that it gets kind of mishandled a little bit those dudes are kind of off of it for a little while and they come back on to finish it up um and all like i'm a huge david lynch fan and like a majority of the stuff in season one is really really great but there's some real creepy camera work that i never noticed as a kid but like the moment you meet audrey the camera just <laughs> literally pans down her body to her feet and then pans yeah. back up again and i'm like do we are we i mean she's in high school like i know she said yeah. she's 18 but like this is this is not kind of not cool and it does that a lot with female characters and it's kind of it's kind of distracting like not trying to be like I don't. I don't know. Like, it just, I just can't help thinking it now. Like, oh, okay. So we're just we're just doing this. Okay, we're just going to sexualize the high school character. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, and then my uh, other piece of salt is the World Cup just started, which is exciting. Uh, if Nikki was here, she'd probably be cheering with me on this one. I don't think either. Or I don't think either one of you care about soccer that much. Uh, Sorry, that's okay. The uh, it's taking place in Russia this year, and then the the time zone differences are kind of a, a kind of a bummer. So a majority of the games are all happening at 10 a.m. So that you know the last World Cup it was in Brazil, so like all of the games were probably at like anywhere from one to seven o'clock at night. And so you know that's on a Saturday, like oh hey we're going to go out, we're going to sit at a bar, we're going to drink a few beers, we're going to watch some soccer. Uh, that is not going to be possible for this one. I was like looking at the schedule this week, and it was like all at 10 a.m., 10 a.m., 10 a.m., 10 a.m. So yeah, I'm really going to even the be bars over there even it. open for the most part at 10 a.m. on a weekday. Um, like there's some spots. Uh, there's one place downtown that is actually kind of styling itself to be like the soccer headquarters. So it's opening early and it's serving booze and doing stuff like that. Um, and which is kind of cool. Like we, you could do that. Uh, places here. Usually that open early, they usually only do that on Sundays. They'll open at 10 and they, they serve, you know, mimosas or, or whatever for brunch. Um, I hear most, um, most ba- like actual bars don't usually open until quite late. And then like sports bar type restaurants don't open until at least noon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the sports bar with ex- places. With some exceptions. But. Yeah. Uh, and most of the, we, we don't, we, we rarely go to like an actual bar. Uh, like it's usually like a bar at a restaurant that we like or something that we'll go hang out there. Um, because like going to a club, <laughs> like I'm over 35. That's there's not a happen. there's a very strong divide here in Utah between bar and restaurant that serves alcohol. So gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> when I say bar, I mean I, I generally mean like we have a favorite restaurant and it has a bar and we'll go hang out there and you know watch a soccer game or whatever. Uh, but yeah, all of the times are at like 10 fucking o'clock in the morning, so I'm not going to be able to do that. And. uh I guess I'll go ahead and talk about my, uh, my the, the salt that I wrote in, just to just to get that out of the way for later. Uh, so, for the Kentucky Derby every year, we host kind of a Kentucky Derby party. Uh, I proposed to my wife at a horse racing track, which is a whole other story. My wife is really big into horses. If you've seen any of her tours, you probably already know that. Um, oh no, is she into horses? Yeah, could you? Oh, can I you had believe no it? idea. I had no idea. <laughs> The, her the other day i can't believe she's so spoiled i'm like autumn you threw her two birthday parties and hired a makeup artist for yourself for one of them what are you talking about you can't believe she's spoiled anyway um so we host a, a, a kentucky derby party uh people come over we uh and then there's a, a local restaurant that does like a, a big blowout kind of party um and then every year uh we I, I hire like a like a bus like a van right to drive us around because everybody drinks and we don't want to be on the road driving or anything like that so uh this has worked out great for the last few years. The same company, uh, you know, same driver for the most part. So uh, it, it's all gone very smoothly. This year, they dis- uh, the group decided they wanted to go out to eat after we kind of got done with the festivities. So I asked the driver, I was like, hey, 
you know, do you have other customers? Like, do we need to get an Uber? Like, what what is the situation? She's like, oh no, it's no problem. I can hang out with you. I'll I'll, I'll take it take as long as you want to. Just call me a few minutes before you're ready to leave, and I'll take you home. Cool, no problem. So that all worked out fine until on the following Monday when I get an email from the guy that books with it with a, an adjusted invoice. So the van is is kind of expensive, but not when you split it with six or seven people, which is what we usually have. Uh, because it just lowers the price quite a bit. But apparently, <laughs> the extra hours that we, we took for the for eating cost, it wasn't part of the deal, so he charged me like whatever full rate, and it was more than the six hours we had booked the van for. So it basically <sighs> doubled the price of this old ordeal. Nobody mentioned this to me. <laughs> like, I, yeah, if they like, mentioned it, I'm sure you would be like, whatever. But yeah, I mean, if they, I mean, if they had mentioned it, I'd be like, oh yeah, we'll just go home and eat. Like, there's no, we had food prepared. We just everyone kind of decided to go get sushi. Like that was the big thing. So like, and we just ate the food the next day. We could, <clears throat> excuse me, we could have just come straight home. And then and, I, and like, okay, fine. Like, I, you know, I'll pay for it. And you know, I'll, you know. My, my the people were cool with it like you know it wasn't dramatically more expensive but it was more than people were expecting but like okay fine like what's the snow for next year then the fucker charged me twice for the extra so it showed up on my credit card twice and it took him two weeks to work with square to get the charge off of it and luckily we had just used like a credit card and not like a debit card or anything so it just like we just couldn't hang hung on to the balance or whatever but it seriously took like two weeks to get a like, get that thing written off and i was fucking pissed about it so now I'm thinking, like, next year I'm going to use somebody else, even though it's been fine and it was my mistake. I'm like, fuck that guy. <laughs> Uber. Yeah. Uh, well, the problem with Uber is that uh, I can get an Uber to my house from the city, but I can't get an Uber to come pick me up from my house. Oh, yeah. They're like, fuck that. I'm not going out into that swamp, like, Basically, hell zone. I'm going out of the swamp. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they stop at the bridge um, right next to the, uh, to get to Gambit's house and then then, (laughs) i can get i can get picked up where they make their offerings to those weird gods and goddesses from the assassins and thieves plotline of gambit (laughs) x-men comics uh perfect assassins thieves. i forgot you live out in the middle of nowhere i do i live i live in the middle of nowhere uh my um i've been battling with my internet company because of this too like i can only get one kind of internet out here and it they've oversold it in this area so now it sucks and i'm really really sad about it i'm also salty about that so anyway that's my that's all i have to be salty about besides some e3 bullshit all right jesse you're up okay let me just write this last thing sorry sometimes you know life throws you some some hard balls um some fastballs not hard balls hell you can keep that in there you can <laughs> you can let the world know I said. You got your, your malapropisms going. Just throws a bunch yeah. of different kinds of balls at Jesse. Just a whole lot of different I, balls. She doesn't like any of balls. them. <laughs> I don't want your balls. Actually, fun fact in high school, like, um, like I got a report card about my PE, like, like, and it had like notes, right? And in my PE thing, um, my teacher said that. It was something like, Jesse is too afraid of getting hit with balls in the face. 
like, <laughs> I, and my mom, who also like who also hates uh, playing sports for that reason, especially volleyball. Listen, we played way too much volleyball. I liked street hockey for something. For some reason, like getting checked by somebody wasn't the same as getting a ball straight to the nose. Like it just it wasn't the same. But like. Like, I hated volleyball because people would just spike it and you're just like, I see God right now. <laughs> like, you just, fear goes through your whole body. Um, yeah, so, you know. So my first piece of uh, salt, as Kay knows, is that it's too hot. Hot damn. Uh, and it's just too hot. Make and the I'm dragon want to retire, man. Yeah, I am very pale, if you guys haven't guessed. And I'm already, like, my I can feel my skin just, like, slowly roasting over an open fire, like chestnuts. Um, I and, left uh, my apartment this morning at, like, 7.45, and it was already 80 degrees. And I was like, yeah. bruh. Bruh, oh, that's a fucking crime. Um, yeah, and I think I might be allergic to the sun, too, because I get, like, these bumps that aren't sunburned. They're just, like, bumps from the sun, essentially. Um, so that's a nice little thing to add to my <laughs> fucking life. Uh, but yeah, I, I am fragile. Um, I was not made for this heat. I was made for dark and cold and rain and wind. Um, but it's too hot. Sleep issues, which might actually have something to do with the heat now that I think about it. But essentially, like, I've been having to get up really early for my classes. Um, for these workshops that I've been doing. and. Now my body's like, you were going to bed at a decent time, but now you are not anymore. And I'm like, but why? Like, I'll I'll go to bed and then I just stare at my ceiling and I'm like, this is how democracy ends with a thunderous roar. Um, with thunderous applause or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, I just, I don't know why, but I'm having a hard time sleeping and it's a bad time. And I even like, you know, tried doing all the the fun stuff that you do like the meditating and the reading a book and not looking at a screen and that kind of stuff. And it's just like, this does nothing. Um, so I've basically been running off of two hours of sleep, which is why probably why I like pass the fuck out today. Um, but you know, that leads me into the 3d modeling class that I was talking about earlier. 3d modeling software is awful. And I want you all to know that it's not, intuitive at all like there are some things that i'm like oh this is kind of like photoshop so like i move it around but like it's just not you don't like open up 3d software and go aha yes perfect i know exactly what this does you don't there's no like there's no learning curve either because like you get to a certain point and then you realize you really don't like nothing builds off of itself you know what i'm saying and people who 3D model for a job right now are probably like, Jesse, you fool. And I'm like, listen, I literally just had to jump into the deep end here. Like, my teacher basically didn't know anything about what she was teaching us. So that's been a real, I spent fucking three hours creating something and I didn't save it. Because I was using um, Cinema 4D instead of Fusion 360, which auto saves. And my computer crashed, um, and essentially I lost all of my work. And it was one of those things where it's like, I, I should know better because I use Photoshop, but I got, like, hubris of man from using Fusion 360, which autosaves. Um, it was fucking awful. 
And you know, like anyone who's ever lost something like a paper or a drawing or code or something they worked on for hours and you just like stare into the void. Like I wanted to give up. That was the point where I was like, maybe I just won't come back tomorrow. Um, but I did come back. I, I'm like Nicki Minaj, you know, I came here to conquer, to fly, you know. Um, and then in my 3D modeling class, I talked a little about this a little bit with uh, Kay and um, Jake, but there's a guy. Please don't be this guy. So, guys, like, this guy also said, uh, I don't know why, um, like, guys don't know what girls are, like, girls want them to do, right? So, that's, <laughs> that's, your, fir- that's your first sign. And I'm like, how about you treat them like a human being? That's the first thing. Second of all, my friend went through, like, I, I didn't put they, them on my name tag just because, I don't know, I don't feel confident enough to ask people to, like, call me they, them sometimes, you know? Um in public like it's much easier to ask my friends than it is for other people but my uh, my friend wrote they them huge on their name tab like bigger than their name and this guy insisted on calling them she her the whole time and i was like please do not and like kept making weird sexual jokes that were horrifically inappropriate about (coughs) me and other people because um like I'm a lesbian, and I get to make lesbian jokes, but, sir, you do not get to make lesbian jokes. Like, that's not how this works. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not my friend. I don't know you. I just met you the other day. You don't get to do this. Um, Just like, you know, one of those people who just starts saying problematic things and rubbing you the wrong way. And he also was, like, obsessed with himself. Like, he kept asking people, like, oh, did everyone see my work? Did they see how great it is? He said that today. <sighs> and I, I was just like, what the fuck? And probably, like, one of the most irritating things is that he just would touch me, like, without my permission. No, 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 no. Yeah. Like, he didn't ask. Like, sometimes I would be like, like, there was somebody who was having a hard time. I was like, oh, you you know, do you want a pat on the back? Like, do you need something? And, like, you know, they said no. I was like, okay. So I moved on. Right. Like, that's how you initiate that, especially if you don't know someone that well. Um, I've had that conversation with with friends even. Like, do you want a hug? N- no. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, you got you got to have that conversation, right? Because I'm, I'm all about that cons- consent, you know? Um but no, yeah, he just would touch my arms and like rub my arms. And then he was trying to give me a back massage. And I was like, please don't touch me. And he would just keep doing it. And like, it's really gross. And I hated it. And I, I felt unsafe in a classroom. Um, and so don't do that. That's my piece of advice for guys who don't know what to do. Don't do that. Um, it's really gross and awkward. And it's just, it's been a while since I've had, like, one of those, I think part of it, too, is, like, I'm growing my hair out again. I think I talked about this, too. And, like, every time my hair goes past my ear, like, people just start talking to me different. And I don't know if it's because I appear less butch or what, but, like, guys start, like, the dude at fucking McDonald's who was flirting at me while I was in, he was working at McDonald's, and I'm in the drive-thru, and he's fucking flirting with me. I can't escape! Okay, I'm stuck there. I'm trapped in my car, trapped in the line. Like, it's just, it's just aggressive and it's worse because it's thirst season and everybody's thirsty and like, oh, it's awful. It's like the heat dries out their liquids and they must replenish with <laughs> sexual awkwardness. That's, I, that's a working uh, theory. <laughs> that's, that, that is a working theory. It's fucking awful. So, uh, yeah, d- d- 
please stop harassing people just in general. But yeah, it's it's awful, and um, I I just you know it's it's awful when you feel unsafe in a place. You know, like I was definitely like I don't want to leave at the same time as this guy because I don't want to have to talk to him. Like I don't want to be walking through the parking lot alone with him. Like that's never cool. Um, I mean, I do have like three separate self-defense weapons in my bag because one of my moms is that's the way she shows affection is to be like you here can, you can stab you somebody with this this yeah essentially <laughs> uh here's some pepper spray um and like she's like put it on your keys so you know that's that's her way of telling me that i love you and i care about you and i don't want you uh to be without a self-defense weapon and i understand that but it is kind of funny um so that's that's my salt for today i know that's kind of serious but like also kind of like what the fuck is going on right now it's summer everything is terrible i'm having some medical issues right now and like i couldn't get an appointment till monday so now i'm just sitting here thinking about and i've talked to Kay about this too how i have like hypochondria about this kind of shit and it just like it just slowly drives me insane from the inside so i've been trying to do stuff to distract me but i'm just I'm tired and I'm grumpy and it's hot and men are harassing me. And that's my salt. Shall we get into some quality E3 bullshit now? Oh, absolutely. Is it time? Hell yeah. yeah. Alright, I guess the first one, I guess we gotta talk about Shadows Die Twice first. Secure, secure. Right. We- oh my god. I mean, <laughs> I'm dying. I can't believe you made that joke. <laughs> oh, come on, y'all. You didn't think that immediately when the title I, got announced? I, I haven't been able to stop saying it. I have to admit that head. I did not. <laughs> I didn't. I think that's the first time I've said it out loud, but it's been playing in my head since that since the since the Xbox conference. So oh. Yeah. Um Shadows, just, they die twice. I just sometimes. totally derailed this whole thing. Yay. Sorry. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I would like to say, in my defense as a human being, that when they dropped that trailer, I was like, oh, it looks like bone in a pulley mechanism. And then, like, people in in IRL were just like, no, blah, 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 blah. It's all of this. And I'm like, okay. And then, like, it's exactly you know. an arm with a pulley mechanism on the inside. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna curb it. <laughs> um, I don't know how I feel about this. I, mm, mm, I'm upset about they're not. Well, there's like ver- there's like varying sources about whether or not there's going to be a character creation. It's pre- and, it's pretty much been confirmed that there there's not because they're stripping out not only character um, creation but like no RPG elements. No, I'm uh, butthurt about the yeah. character creation aspect no going RPG away. RPG element? Yeah, they're th- this it's is more like action that- adventure now. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just I'm like oh I don't an avocado. Thanks. I mean, there's <laughs> definitely some cool stuff. Like I. I'm interested to see what the actual gameplay is going to look like. Yeah. Um, I definitely like the, the escape. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> the Widowmaker escape tool. Yeah. <laughs> this, the, that is grafted onto your arm and it's like this weird bloody bone mechanism. And also it's a grappling hook. That sounds fucking dope. I'm, I'm, I'm into that completely. Why do I have to play as Sean Sun dude again? I thought we yeah. were through with this with Neo and like... And what's funny is Neo Two yeah. is having is, is going the complete opposite direction. They're leaning harder Everything into RPG backwards. mechanics, and they're they're doing a character creator this time, so you don't have to. Well, be... Neo already had some RPG mechanics, but yeah, yeah, they're just yeah leaning further. 
This this more. is weird because um like I've been kind of talking about this on on Don't Give Up Skeleton a lot with like Bloodborne. I feel like he could pull a lot of the RPG stuff out of Bloodborne and replace it with um weapon upgrades or you know a skill tree or whatever and kind of have the same basic game and the same basic build variety. Yeah. Um, but this seems like it's going even further. Like not only is there no character creator, like there's no fashion souls. Um, like there's you're gonna. Upgrade. Well, what the fuck is the point then? Honestly, <laughs> yeah. There's no because there's no Jeremy, no co-op. <laughs> Jeremy, you can't fight crime if you ain't cute. Absolutely, one hundred percent. It's absolutely the truth. Yeah, it's- and I get that people are like, ex- I I I understand that like companies want to like do something different every once in a while, especially since you know this. But I I also feel like I also feel like as a creator myself, like there's a point where. Like if like if you're just gonna do what everyone else is doing in a certain way, it's just like what's the fucking point, you know? So I'm interested to see how it's gonna be different. Like, why should I buy this versus any other old action, game? action adventure game? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, it's gonna be weird. Because, why should I get this uh, versus Devil May Cry Five? Sure, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think that's a good question to ask. Like, I mean, they're because they're pulling a lot of the stuff that makes a what I would consider a Souls like. Like they've been kind of doing the style of game all the way back to for instance um shadow tower but like what we're talking about now is like the stuff that demon souls kind of started which was this you know third person stamina based combat with the with the, that's a weird combination of rpg and action right that, <clears throat> that really didn't exist before demon souls like that was kind of a, a genre defining thing and to kind of take all of that stuff out and i get it like not having not doing multiplayer uh probably saves them an enormous amount of money and yeah. and, development and i can time. i can live without multiplayer yeah but me too like, mm, no character creation no rpg elements like i i come to expect these things from from software games like yep. you made a point on twitter about how like as far back as kingsfield the games were more like this but even kingsfield you know you picked up different weapons you had different armors yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. Like there was, and there were RPG elements to Kingsfield, so I'm like that's kind of what I've come to expect from FromSoft, and so now they're doing this like character action game, and I'm like, an avocado, thanks. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I think for me, like I I think because I'm I'm a fresh I'm a fresh New Souls game person, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm fresh Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. Um, there's there's like literally nothing else like those games and to me like i actually i know everyone's gonna hate me for saying this i'm gonna be set on fire but i prefer bloodborne like a, like a million times oh, I, I also just prefer, prefer bloodborne yeah i prefer fighting. the interface i prefer the fighting i prefer like yeah that's you not gotta a, get in there that's not a hostile opinion and, at all like it, i think a lot of people yeah. agree with you on that yeah it and, just comes down to taste really yeah mm-hmm. and then and like i feel like bloodborne definitely took like the the souls game mechanism it was like how can we make this something different but also kind of like the same different different but familiar different but familiar yeah like how can we up this so like i guess in my head i just expected and especially since like we're playing bloodborne right now and like i'm super in love with it so that's probably why i'm so butthurt is because like i'm playing bloodborne now i didn't expect a bloodborne too because bloodborne is such a complete story that you don't need to there's nowhere to go yeah you know what i'm saying i kind of like, don't want a direct sequel to bloodborne i, yeah. want, I want them Maybe, to take the yeah. elements of bloodborne miss, the, the exactly. horror elements and everything yep. and create something new with it something so. new with it exactly so i was like okay what kind of cool like <laughs> 
what kind of cool next level shit and then when i knew that like previously there had been rumors oh okay it's gonna take place in japan i was like oh that sounds cool like oh, really? really i was like oh that's boring <laughs> i was like well it'd be cool to see like a different atmosphere you know what i'm like, saying i understand this is a japanese company so it makes sense for them to go there but like it like for me when it comes to like japanese rpgs like japanese rpgs set in japan are like the world war ii game of yeah, yeah. <laughs> that the genre that, it's just uh, like oh another one great the thing that gives me hope about this is they've gone out of their way to, to state again and again like this is not a historical game like this is not you're not playing through a, a no it's place like or fantasy so uh, th- yeah th- that kind of sets me up to believe that there's going to be like a bloodborne style twist in the middle of this thing where you're going to go shit's going to start getting weird like at the end of the trailer like you have that giant snake attack and you want a bridge which feels for, like from soft as hell so like, well that's because from software love snakes isn't there bridges. like an ogre type <laughs> boss too yeah, yeah. There's a dude that literally buffed his sword with his breath. Like that's not that seemed pretty gross. That's rad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's. I definitely like, think it's a fantasy game. Sorry, like yeah. it's not going to be like a historical game at all. I mean, like if you actually cut someone's arm off in that time, ye old time period, and then yeah, like yeah. his, he would die of gangrene. Like he would already be like seps, like septus or whatever would Sep- set in. And, sepsis. Yeah. Yeah, and he would be dead. So. Like we're already like ah oh, clearly this this is fantasy old Japan, um, which I kind of like because I'm and that weeb. was that was the part of Neo that I really liked was all the like monsters based on Japanese mythology specifically, yeah. and then they got into the historical parts, and I was like this is boring. So that I'm glad that they're not doing like a historical fiction type thing. Yeah, me too. Um, like I, so. I want it, I need. Like, if you're going to take out the, the RPG stuff, if you're going to take out multiplayer, like, I really need you to lead into the weird in a way that, like, From Software does yeah. really well. Like, that kind of beautiful but um, kind of flawed or beautiful but ugly or, or however Miyazaki says, says it. Yeah. Um, and, like, I, I want, I'm going to need more, like, crazy, weird monster shit to happen or... Um, there's, a, there's a guy that was on Don't Give Up Skeleton. Um, he's Mystic Referee on, on Twitter. Yeah. He's been he's been floating the idea that uh like as as you play through the game like you're gonna end up replacing more and more of your body parts as they get cut off and so in the middle of the game you're just gonna be a, in a mech suit basically and playing it <laughs> which I don't I don't think that that's actually true I don't think he even believes that like it's a joke but yeah I, I find that idea fascinating that like oh yeah in the middle of the game your other arm is gonna get cut off and now you have to get a different piece for that and oh no there goes a foot <laughs> now I got a wheel <laughs> instead of a foot yeah. <laughs> That was my other big question in watching the trailer. Like, what is the death mechanism going to be like? Because in in because in Souls games, the death mechanism is so well known as like this is such an interest. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing mm-hmm. else yeah. like it. Well, there, like, part there is. Corpse I mean, sort of. mechanics have been in games but since World of Warcraft, but like, yeah, I, yeah. I feel it's, it's like slightly unique. Yeah, it's unique. Like. You it it feels different because it feels like death is part of the story of the game as well. It's not like it's not like this is a mechanic that's just in and of itself interesting, but like it's part of the story. So then my question becomes, how is the death mechanic going to work for this game? Like, what is it going to look like when you die? How are you? Am I just gonna like? Is it just gonna spawn me back in when the last place that I died or last place that I saved? And it's just gonna be like whatever? Or is there gonna be some toll because of it? Like, what's gonna be the like death mechanism essentially? Yeah. So in the trailer, they showed you kind of dying in the middle of a boss fight and then um, basically resurrecting on the spot and uh, and sneaking and- up on the boss and stabbing him in the eye. 
Yeah. So Which was in, neat. in subsequent interviews, they've they come out and said that um, like there there are no bonfires. There's no like souls to collect or anything like that. Like you're not you're not there's no checkpoint system. You come back, um, but you do have kind of two states of being, like you, like the being hollow or, or being human in, in Dark Souls One. Um, and I guess when you die, you transition into whatever I can't remember the name of it, spirit form or whatever, which is apparently like kind of like a stealth mode. So like when you die, you you can come back and and kind of sneak around and take care of enemies. But as soon as you attack an enemy, you get out of that stealth mode and you go back into normal combat. So like that the, sounds awesome. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it sounds it sounds. See, the weird. death mode is important. It's, yeah. it's, it's such super an important. important. Mechanism. Yeah, it's an yeah. integral part of the game. Like the way that you're going to treat that um, is, I think, is super important. And like for whatever reason, um. I had some people on Twitter that were like drilling into that that animation, and like when you do that, like rose petals or like uh like flower petals are flying off of you for some reason. <laughs> like it's really weird. <laughs> so I'm kind of curious, like how like how because you know with with from software, it's all got to be you know in Bloodborne, it's all blood, and Dark Souls, it's all souls. Like you know, it's gonna be some weird shit happening with with that death mechanic. And I'm I'm kind of here for it. Um, I really like the. Yeah. They've also said that they've with the grappling hook, they've kind of designed the entire world to be more vertical and to have more verticality and uh you know in the in the trailer you see that one boss like pick you up and just power slam you and then throw you off like way the fuck out and like i just know you're gonna be like grappling your way back up there to fight him and i can't wait for that shit like as somebody yeah, that's really... what i do when i'm widow maker exactly yeah like, i lived bitch same. <laughs> i mean my favorite same. you thought you'd seen the last of me <laughs> my favorite part of assassin's creed has always been climbing stuff yep yeah so. absolutely yeah uh and you know any could game you imagine if hook? you had a grappling hook in dark souls oh i mean not in dark souls in bloodborne and like so like like look at all that architecture and you're just like spider-man like you 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 it's like i've i'm alive you're just grappling by just fucking you just put your axe down and just like as you go by amazing excuse me hi my name's jesse and i'm coming up with dumb spider-man mechanisms for bloodborne (laughs) (laughs) just put peter part or put uh miles morales in bloodborne like write that fic please yeah actually i'm just gonna go to a3 and see if somebody has done that (laughs) oh one i should uh let you in on the special thing that i do with all of my uh my podcast friends friendos where i send them the worst pairings i've ever seen in ao3 tags so like if I'm going through, uh, sorry, this is a quick tangent. If I'm going through, like, looking for a fanfic and there's, like, some weird <laughs> sub tag, I'm like, I need everybody to know. I need Captain America to know. X Harry Potter. Yeah, that one was so weird. <laughs> Captain America and Harry Potter was really weird. Um, but I did find it. I did find another weird one. Oh, this, the the weird Stephen Strange Harry Potter one. Why is it always Harry sense. Potter? I don't know. Because Harry Potter, the Harry Potter fandom is on cocaine because they've been left alone for too long. Oh my god! So just like festering. Um, but like the the Stephen Strange Harry Potter one. Like, okay, I get it. They both do magic, but then it gets even more confusing because then Harry Potter had been like the minister of death or some bullshit like he had like a real fucking role because like if you read the if you read the description it actually sounds like oh this is like a um a doctor strange comic because there's some weird like occult thing from another dimension right but then you find out that the weird occult thing from the other dimension if you continue through the tags is harry potter so i have seven million questions so many questions so i'll let you in on that if i find some uh some 
Yeah, n- more weird tags. You can have them. <laughs> in the meantime. <laughs> next week's uh, next week's episode of Monster of the Week in the outtakes, there's a section where, because um, I found, uh, we did this for Supernatural. I found a wiki page that listed all of the ships for Supernatural. And so I quizzed Chris. Mm-hmm. And so I, I would give him um, the, the ship name and let him try to figure out if he could figure out who the, sh- who the people involved were. And uh, Autumn texted me and, uh, and she was like, did you know that the people ship uh, Draco and Harry Potter and it's called Dreary? And I was like, excuse me? It's did you not Dreary? know that? Did you not I know no, that? I don't look at that, this, this Harry is Potter fan fiction. <laughs> this, uh, listen, I have, I have been in the fan fiction world since I was... Ooh, eleven. Maybe? I never even read Harry Potter fan fiction, and I still knew what Rary was. Yeah, I mean, I have, I I have read Harry Potter fan fiction, so that's that's right. a thing I've let's, done. Let's get this podcast car back on the road here. Okay. So, like, we probably don't have a ton to say about Assassin's Creed, but um, I did Cassandra. Yeah. Arm. Yeah. I was like lesbian arm. I was like, okay, <laughs> Assassin's Creed. I don't give a shit anymore. Whatever. And then Ubisoft was like, you can be gay, and I'm like. Go on. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. And, and they're like, here's our OC. Her name's Cassandra. She can kill you. Look at her arms. Also, she can flirt with ladies. And I was like, you got me there. All right. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically all that I had to say about it. <laughs> I think it looks really good. Like, I'm, I'm really I'm really curious about the, uh, the, the kind of the, the world and everything. Like, exploring Greece, I think, is going to be dope. But, like... It's it's been a hilarious hearing people be like, I, you know, they're just shoving gays into history where gays were never there, and I'm like, have you read it's it? It's ancient Greece. Greece. Have you like uh, <laughs> Ancient Greece is the gayest gay. What? But, uh, yeah, like I literally like we, when you take a social like a cultural anthropology class and you get to the ancient Greece section, there's like a whole chapter on the complications of homosexuality in ancient Greece. So I have beef with this like the uh, uh the it's a russian tuant meme came back into play <laughs> it's a with this, yeah, like y'all know that one right but, but for, for those, yeah. who, for those mm-hmm. who don't um yeah. when metal gear solid 4 came out and there was that scene of ocelot kissing snake on the cheek people you know straight dudes straight dudes were like why did he kiss snake like that and some guy said it's a russian taunt but he misspelled it so it said it's a russian tuant and so now that's coming back because with all of the um gay especially like lesbian content in e3 they're like "Mm, i think it's more like a friendship kiss and like i like like watching the last of us trailer like "Mm, i've never ever kissed a friend like that but okay yeah i have a lot of really close friends that i have never made out with at a party before so Uh, i was gonna say i thought you were gonna say well actually Kay, i have a lot of close friends and i've made out with all of them at parties like, <laughs> uh, that's just what yeah, me and my no, buds do there's it's like a bud I, kiss it's a bro kiss y'all come on guys being if i if i have one historical complaint it's that they wouldn't have considered themselves greeks there there were no greeks at the time and they call themselves as like we have to save greece and i'm like they don't consider themselves greece like it's their like city states they're like nations that they yeah. like represent that's what they would consider they would themselves spartans um, or yeah. whatever yeah. so i was like y'all are focusing on homosexuality which was clearly a part of uh ancient greek culture but you guys are not going to talk about the fact that they're just like and save the like i literally paused the trailer and i'm like but they hate greeks and then i started it again. 
<laughs> but yeah, like I literally could have given like zero shits. I was like, oh, they're going to announce a new ass creed. I really don't fucking care. You um, can be gay in this one. Go on. Go yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's cool too. Like, um, and I like that you, they. Number one, they 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 apparently figured out how to animate women because that was their. Spicy hot takes in this podcast. And also, like it's it's cool that you they they give you the selection. Like you can be the dude, you can be the chick, um, and he, and also the dude has gay options as well, which I thought was really was really cool yeah. because as yeah. for as much like. Um, you know, lesbian stuff that was on the screen in at E3. Like, I, I, I think we're at a place at the games industry, especially where we're just not going to see two dudes kissing like that on, on a trailer for quite some yeah. time. Like, I think it's right. It's not as so. At least that's in the game, though. Like, at least they didn't just make it. Yes, you know, one and I the do other. appreciate that it's equal opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I miss about the fucking um, Dragon Age games. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm coming for you, Bioware. You can. You can come at me bro i'm ripped and i have a ripped ancient greek girlfriend who wouldn't have considered herself greek but probably not spartan too because Uh, apparently like her parents were like yeah but her arms are ripped (laughs) she's coming for you and i just put uh, the last of us two on here as well so we can yeah yeah the um there's a there's a a woman that was on don't give up skeleton that's working on this game and she she basically she made a post on twitter it was like i've been working on cassandra's uh for like a long time and it's just inspired me to go get ripped because i can't stop looking at these <laughs> arms all the time and i still thought that was really funny that was me after watching wonder woman um yeah seriously I, me yeah. too and <laughs> oh, I brought, shit. what am i, I doing the last of us two in here i didn't actually watch this trailer uh except for you know the bits that made it to twitter the, the gay bits um mm-hmm. But I like I how someone immediately like, edited out like, all of the uh, all of the combat. It was just like I just made it a kiss, and everyone's like, "Yay, <laughs> yeah. yay!" <laughs> I want to bring up that everyone seems to have forgotten that Ellie's been confirmed gay since the DLC Left Behind came out. Yeah, mm-hmm. did y'all did y'all forget? Um, because I didn't. But like, I had a friend on Facebook that was like, kind of like self-deprecating like joking like oh all my romantic hopes are dashed because ellie's gay and then one of his friends called him out and was like wow i can't believe this character that's been confirmed gay since like 2015 is actually gay (laughs) (laughs) you should be careful like Like, you can't just go murdering people online like that you'll get arrested (laughs) (laughs) my and my the my friend who made the original post was just like you got me But, the trailer the trailer um, is pretty good um it's the last of showing the last of us like they did this last year too where they just show these really like incredibly violent uh combat sequences um because they go from like the, the in the in the trailer they start kissing and then it, the camera comes around and like you see the back of her head and when it's a, as the camera rolls back around she's strangling some dude and stabbing him in the neck uh, like it goes it, like the tonal shift is fucking like whiplash causing and you're like what the fuck and it's it's so it's like an ultra violent gameplay with this like kind of like soft and sweet wrapper around it and it's kind of a bizarre thing i think that game i remember be good. that the, the e3 trailer last year kind of got a, like a mild amount of flack for being yeah. like ultra mm-hmm. violent and featuring almost exclusively women being yes. like yeah. brutalized so and I think there's um, like place for that in video games, but it just has to have the right context. Like I think as long as that stuff is earned, it's fine. Showing it off at a tr- at a, like a presentation and like 
hearing dudes woo in the audience when she stabs a dude in the neck was a little weird. Like that, that's never yeah. going to stop being weird to me to like be like, Oh man, she really, that, that, that shit looks real. And like, yo, she know. murdered that dude. Yeah. And, and like, you can say like, it looks cool. Like, and I, I, I get where you're coming from, but it is, you know, especially today, like it's just fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, you know, coming down the other entire end of that, Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer drops. Yeah. Is, is it still Haley Joel Osment playing is, Sora? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, he yeah. sounds weird because Haley Joel Osment's an adult now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> My buddy Chris I, I mean, said I that well, too. Sora's he was like, I don't want to be older. Yeah, he's like, this is weird. I don't want to play this anymore. I mean, Sora's like 16 I mean, at this point, I think. But... I have fucking questions about why Riku <laughs> can't get a pair of pants. Why does he have to wear jorts? I'm so upset. I All hate the them. Organization 13 characters that died in the last three games are back to life now for reasons that I don't understand. Probably because I didn't play all the spinoff games. Uh, and that's not going to change. Ain't nobody got time for that. That's not going to change. Um, yeah. <laughs> But, I am I'm Team K on this one because I've already had people harassing me to play all the spinoff games because now you just, can buy them all for seventy one dollars and I'm like I don't fucking care I am not doing it I don't have time so I don't care like everybody's like oh Aqua I'm like don't give a single shit um I don't I don't know what's going on and then there's just Axel staring out into the distance he's like I really miss Roxas and I'm just like okay boy it's okay we're gonna be okay and then uh, Kyrie gives you a full high res 360 of her costume so the cosplayers can take notes like <laughs> that's exactly why yeah so people are already making their Kingdom Hearts 3 costumes oh absolutely they've been since like, the I, first trailer so I can't wait to see Riku cosplayers in their jorts and I'm just gonna be like what are those because <laughs> I hate With their them their car key keyblades yeah, uh, I, I didn't think that anything could make me excited for Pirates of the Caribbean and Kingdom Hearts again, but it actually looks pretty cool in this one. Yeah, that gameplay looks super fun. Uh, the I princesses look so good, by the way. Yeah, they did. Like mm-hmm. everything looks so beautiful, which would be better because it's been it's been eighty four years. Except for Monsters Inc. World, fuck that. <laughs> oh God, you don't like your fursona? No, you don't like Sora's fursona? No. I don't understand why Donald Duck and Goofy have to have a monster Sona, because, like, they're basically monsters anyway. <laughs> they are 100% monsters. If you, really, if you really think about what Donald Duck does, and he's a fucking monster. It's good to, he's not a duck. He's a weird monster duck. He's a weird monster duck. There, and it's just weird. Um, yeah, the gameplay looks awesome. There, there's points where I'm like, I'm gonna. Th- there's gonna be a point where I just don't know what the fuck I'm doing because it looks like there's a lot of options as far as like how the gameplay is gonna go. Yeah, but I mean, a lot it's of that's probably, the animation because it's turn based, but and probably, or not turn based, but like you know, but like it's yeah. it's probably kind of like. Um, your platinum games where you can button mash your way through it no problem but if you really want to dig in and get into the yeah. like combat systems there's more there to it which i'm down yeah. for um i'm not gonna have any idea what the fuck's going on in the story but i'm okay with that i've, I've made my peace with that so eh. <laughs> you're just like oh look it's sora and then there's that part where like mickey's kind of trapped in that like portal that looks like a vagina and someone on 
on Tumblr made a post where it's like that, and then Ralph from Ed, Ed, and Eddie being like, there are many, um, it's like, there are many portals, or like, there are many doors, Riku, my boy, or whatever it is, like, life has many doors. (laughs) Like, I hate this. Why is, I was just like, why is Mickey stuck in a vag? Like, who animated this? Square Enix. Thanks, Square Enix, for putting Mickey Mouse in a vagina, I guess. Also, and on um, that note, we got to talk where, about Death Stranding. Oh, yeah, I was just going to ask, <laughs> where, where, where is my two uh, B nine S and A two in Kingdom Hearts? Because that's what that's what will cause me to buy Too Kingdom recent. Hearts. I know, I just, but I want it so bad. I just want to see like Mickey. The, the Square Enix to- characters are always like really poorly utilized in Kingdom Hearts anyway. Oh, so. are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah like all the Final yeah. Fantasy characters, like are super out of character or are in really bizarre camp. Like, you know, Riku and Pain were fairies for some reason in two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I will yeah, literally believe happened. anything you tell me about kingdom hearts. Cause I just, I just assume like whatever crazy shit that you could come up with is true. <laughs> Cause kingdom hearts is a weird fever dream that square Enix <laughs> dreamed up. And then they're like, what if we just drop Disney characters in there, bra? And Disney take, like take a, Disney was like sure take a big draw of that blunt like yo dude dude what if we put Disney characters in this oh uh, yeah it fucking it's so fucking bizarre it is actually much weirder than you think it is yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> like imagine all the weird Final Fantasy like hardcore bullshit but like Mickey's there I just always think of like that pack of screenshots that go around for well there's two and there's one that's of uh, maleficent handing a box to tara and she's like you need to put the heart in this box and blah 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 and he just says i don't understand which is me playing kingdom hearts um <laughs> and then there's the other one where it's yen Sid, um who is if you don't know the sorcerer from the um sorcerer's apprentice fantasia's skit and yeah. um and he's like chip and dale are like doing this and that and the other thing to get the Kingdom Hearts from Xemnas, and I'm just like, I hate video games. <laughs> <laughs> the, tweet I, the tweet I saw going around was, um, you know, I, somebody trying to defend the Kingdom Hearts fans and saying, like, oh, it's you just have to play the games and you'll understand it. And then, like, this, somebody says, you know that when somebody goes dark, you, t- you call it getting norted, right? And you're like, you guys are not making this easy for me at all. I saw that. <laughs> when, when people get possessed by Xehanort, we call it norted. And like, you're not making this easy. This is not, yeah. this is not anything. I, I won't defend Kingdom Hearts as like a particularly easily understandable. Like I 100% think like part of like my big draw to it is nostalgia. Like it got me at the right age, at the right time, at the right interest, you know, like yeah, God, I, I was like started playing 14 to 16 when I was playing those games primarily. Like, yeah. yeah. And like I was real into Final <laughs> Fantasy. I was drawing my really weeby fan art of stuff. Like, come on. Like that was. I had a character with angel wings that yeah, there was like a meme going around. That's like, if you had a character like this, when you were a kid, you gay, um, that was me. <laughs> so like, clearly like, this is definitely a nostalgia thing for me. So I understand that. Like, I don't blame anyone for being like, I'm yeah, not going to play like, Kingdom Hearts. I'm like, I yeah, gotta, I gotta. Cause yeah. I played them when I was a, a child and I've been waiting. Like, I bought a PS3 anticipating that Kingdom Hearts 3 was going to come out on that system. And now here <laughs> well, we are. I did the same thing for Last Guardian, so I feel you. <laughs> oh, I The Last Guardian was was the other game that I bought a PS3 for. So, yep. well, we all yep. know how that turned out. But, um, yeah, Death Stranding, anybody? 
Oh, what the fuck is happening in Death Stranding? I, okay. I expected nothing from this trailer, yeah. so when they showed us glimpses of what the gameplay were going to be like, I was pleasantly surprised by how non-obtuse it was. You mean, like, Norman, yeah. you mean Norman Reedus taking his Norman fetus on an, on a, on an adventure? <laughs> like, that's what yes. he's doing. He's just wandering this country. It's so great. I um, I told Kay this, but, like, it reminds me, the, like, light thing with the, like, it reminds me of Silent Hill, and Kay was like, gee, I wonder why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that, How scene that, possibly be? that scene at the end with the bodies in the mist is so spooky. Like it's so it's fucking so scary. cool, and I am so excited for the horror elements that appear to be in this game. Like, yeah, because I remember, like up to this point, I've just been like, I, I guess I'm just gonna play this because Kojima, and like now, I, uh, you know what's funny is I didn't even become a fan of Kojima through like um, playing clearly yeah, you, not the metal you never Gear played games. metal gear you didn't even know yeah. what they were like until at one point you asked jake and i a question and we were we oh, went yeah. on a fucking journey <laughs> yeah, and I, like, no. I remember that episode extremely well I oh i wouldn't i wouldn't deep um yeah the actual the history behind kojima and i is that my um my first girlfriend really liked him so she was following him on twitter so then i i like ended up following him and like what he was doing and like reading his reviews of other stuff like him talking about other stuff like guillermo films and whatnot and like that's how i knew him i didn't even know him as a video game creator right so like i worked backwards in this way of like figuring out like oh this guy makes video games and then like i was like and i i had i've you know the silent hill games like everybody's like experienced those in some form so like i had like some knowledge but not very much of his video games so i was just kind of like oh well this will be a chance to like jump in on his writing i guess but every piece of information that i've been given about this game has just become weirder and weirder and i now that i've been just in case i misunderstood you but kojima didn't write all of the silent hill games he just no. did silent hills no. with an s yes exactly okay. okay but um uh where was i okay. you were talking about how there was no information really oh right so i was just like oh i guess i'll just buy this game right because this is going to be my jumping in point i feel like it's like comic books all over again where i jumped in in a really weird place and then i had to work backwards and that's basically what i've been doing um but it was interesting to see like what kind of game it was going to be i told Kay, I, i'm pretty sure i'm going to play this entire game and i'm not going to know what happened at the end like that's how i feel everybody, after every metal gear game so yeah like everybody's talking about how like oh well once we play the game we'll understand all of this i'm like i don't think you will i i honestly don't think it's going to be like i think that. it's actually quite foolish that, to think yeah that i kind of hope you will you understand don't. it all yeah yeah i feel like and you you'll see the end screen for that game you'll be like what just happened i I definitely remember like at the end of at least metal gear solid 2 and possibly also 4 i was just like "Uh, okay (laughs) so like that's kind of what i'm hoping for yeah i feel like that's what's gonna happen to be honest because i have no fucking idea like and you know how like you just sense stuff in the force when you play a video game and or like watch like trailers or like you you're like getting into it and like as soon as i saw the bodies i'm like this game might be too scary for me that's where i was going with this so like i have no history um with like the metal gear games i don't think they're really scary but like i mean silent hill was really scary metal gear has some scary elements in them like the um the creepy 
corpse forces in five are kind of spooky and like um but mostly it's just like goofy bullshit uh, there's not a lot yeah. of there's not like any horror elements really and i wasn't expecting horror because even like the whole sorry i guess there's mess. the sorrow as well in three but that's spooky but like even the whole like mess trailer and stuff didn't really like the mess mickelson one didn't really like read spooky to me um and that may be because i'm in the deep end of like uh i don't know weird dark Han- hannibal fan fiction <laughs> yeah actually uh been there done that you, you 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 really can't get over when they start eating people though you're like i have to leave um i i somehow got over it to watch the show which is basically hannibal fan fiction i feel like i feel like anything you could find in hannibal faction fan fiction is already in the television show so it's like yeah. do i need this here um but yeah, I wasn't that freaked out by yeah. it. But something I mean, he has, about like, the like skull the... face and everything. So it's, I mean, it's a little spooky. But like the yeah, the the new trailer definitely has more like direct horror elements. Yeah, because I was I was viscerally like not okay with the things that were just like drifting in They're the so fog. I did talk about also like um the the jacket, the delivery, the Fragile Express jacket that the girl is wearing. Uh, I want that jacket. <laughs> I want it immediately. It's dope as hell. I don't understand why she ate that little thing that looked like a like a like a zygote, one of those like Xeno bear things that like live in extreme climates or whatever. I don't know why she ate that. You know what? Don't I worry don't, about it. I don't really want to know. Yeah. But um, it's, it's probably. I really liked her anyway. jacket. Someone's gonna yeah. make a version of that jacket that's like super nice and real leather, and it's gonna cost like five hundred dollars, and we're all gonna be yep. super upset. I'm just gonna make it out of bullshit that I find at Goodwill in like my own two hands. I do. I don't think I'm gonna have the cool retractable spikes though. You can that get was a super you can get cool non-retractable shirt. spikes really easily and cheaply on the internet though. Yep, I've done that before. So like that's something I can make. But uh, yeah, the the jacket was super dope. Um, so I'm like, oh, I can't cosplay this game until I know what the fuck is gonna happen though, and. I don't think I'll ever really know. I don't understand. I I don't understand what delivery, who he's delivering for. Because like one of the things he delivering was look, look like a human body was that was like in a chair. A corpse. Definitely a corpse. Yeah. And um, it's just like, why are you delivering that? Who are you delivering it to? Who who sent it? <laughs> yeah. Who sent it? Who is who is the person of origin? Please. <laughs> who called you Imagine up? Imagine UPS comes to your door. And it's Norman Reedus in a UPS outfit. He just drops a corpse on your front porch. It's Norman Reedus carrying a UPS van on his back. And he shakes out a corpse out of the back doors and just sits there and just like and like holds a thing out for you to sign. And you're like, you're like Excuse I, me? Yeah. I didn't order this. I didn't order this. This is not me. I, no, I'm not, I'm not going to sign this. On, no, on, I'm, I'm calling the, the police. I No, please. <laughs> oh, God. I had a I had a really weird thing with this game. Like for the longest time, they kept showing just like bonkers trailers, and um, mostly for Dark Insight because all of the Dark Insight boys are real big Metal Gear Solid fans. They're real big Kojima fans, so it was fun being the kind of contrarian and being like, "This game, it doesn't exist. Like this is not a game. Like these these are just yeah. trailers that this dude is putting." Together now it does and, appear and, to have some existence, <laughs> like some existence. And for whatever reason, I'm all in now. Like I've been kind of cold on this until this E3, and now I'm kind of. Well, now it feels it. real like there's gameplay footage yeah, yeah. and, and I, I think like maybe just watching like twin peaks and getting back into david lynch stuff and like trying to like 
getting back into this style of stuff a little bit more than I have, than I have been is, is making it more interesting to me. But I, the only thing I'm worried about is, you know, I've tried to play the Metal Gear Solid games over the years. And the only one I ever clicked with was the last one was uh, five. Well, it which it is, kind of looks like that, it might be based off that engine. Yeah. Um, well, no, cause it's, cause like he couldn't have that engine. I think he's got the avalanche engine from. Yeah. But I think it's similar to the Fox engine. Yeah. Um, like similar like, gameplay kind of. I just, I just don't want like forty-five minute cutscenes, and that's what I always hear about uh, Kojima games. Is it's forty-five minutes of like sitting through yeah, people listen, talking to each other. Yeah. In Metal Gear Solid Four, I think somebody <laughs> took out just like the cutscenes and the relevant codec calls and everything, and I believe that ended up totaling around eight hours. Yeah. So that's, see, that's insane. the the yeah. legend of the lengthy cutscenes in Metal Gear Solid is in fact true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean. I there's also something I know Kay you told me about this post um I always cite my sources and in this case my source is Kay um where the person's like if any other person was making this besides Kojima everybody would just be like this game's a hot fucking mess that was actually Jake like, I think that sent that is it Jake yeah yeah because it's like it's a flaming trash pile but because it's Kojima we're like giving it a chance right yeah mm-hmm. but it's actually kind of nice because I know Kay and I, so Kay and I had a really long conversation after the our last Budborn. And also, by the way, if you guys didn't know, Kay is super fucking cool. Like, <laughs> Thanks. I'm just going to say that right now. Um, and so Kay was talking about all of her cool video game history and all machines and the games she's played. And I was like super into it. Um, but like, I was talking about uh, the Wild West of video game production essentially which was before we really knew like what consoles were going to make it um before we knew really like how to build games essentially there was so much just weird shit like just weird garbage yeah, i was and talking some of that- about all my weird bullshit like dreamcast games that nobody's heard of and <laughs> like <laughs> or like those piece like we were talking about like pc games that were like unbeatable because mm-hmm. there was no there was no like measure of difficulty you know what i'm saying i'm like, also like a connoisseur of bizarre um fmv games oh man i know a lot about those what was there's the, a lot the of weird, them the weird fmv game that they showed at the i think it was the sony conference of like that it looked it looked like it was going to be awful and bad and switch back and forth between fmv and 3d modeling so i'm kind of that's going to be that's going to be a, a, a journey and an experience do you know Kay? I don't, I don't remember that one. Yeah. Uh, I don't. So like, essentially though, like what I was saying is like, because of that, like a lot of gar, a lot of flaming hot garbage got made. I'll admit that. But a lot of interesting stuff was made. And I think and like, and as Kay was, Kay, I think you talked about like how now companies, I mean, they really have formulas that they kind of stick to um, because they know it'll make them money, especially big companies. You know what I'm saying? So like when something this bizarre um, and something this bizarre comes along, it's kind of refreshing because then you're like, oh, I like, like he's in a position where he can make this game now because of all the Metal Gear games, which are also bizarre because trying to get through that backwards is a fucking hot mess on fire in space. Um, but like, I I am kind of excited for playing a game and being like, what the fuck is actually happening right now? Um. Whereas I don't feel like I've ever like I ha- like I've recently played a game that's like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, we lost K by the way for a little bit. So if you guys are wondering why K is gone, especially, but yeah, that's what I was I was saying that this reminds me 
Um, uh, oh, I'm it was back. a bug. Like an actual bug. The the uh, the 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 wild west of video games. Like it kind of reminds me a little bit of that. So like I'm kind of excited for that. Um, just to be like, even if it's a hot fucking trash pile fire mess, like at least I'll be like, I just played a fucking hot fire trash fire mess that it looks pretty, except for that part where he rips off his toenail. And I was like, I I said, this might seem a little weird to say, but I said at the time, like, if that turns into a QTE in the game, I'm going to flip my shit because like, I cannot handle any kind of gore that involves fingernails or toenails being pulled off. And so if I have to mash X repeatedly to pull that off, I'm going to flip my shit. Oh my god. That reminds That's me, me that, and eyeballs. Uh, that rem- I was just about to say, it reminds oh. me of that scene in Dead Space where you have to like stab your own eyeball with something and like it makes you go through the process and like ugh. No 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 no. Listen, that's my worst fear. That's like the the how Kay feels about ripping off your toenail is how I feel about eyeballs. I don't so, I don't like eyeball trauma either, so Yeah, I really hate it. I definitely, um, I have smashed my toenail, but I never had to take it off. It just crumbled and bled. So, uh, I didn't do it on purpose. My friend drop kicked a giant mahogany door to open it. And I happened to be on the other side of it wearing soft shoes and it smashed my toenail. Um, so I've seen gross stuff, but like, yeah, I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to do that either. But you know what? Kojima out here making me rip off toenails, I guess. Making his boyfriend number one. His that he put a baby inside of. <laughs> I mean, it's it's impreg the game. Like that's what this thing is, and it's fucking nuts. Like I can't believe this is being shown on like a, a giant screen. It's just, at a I, know. I just love that so meme of image of Norman Reedus in like the full motion capture gear with the baby, and Kojima's yeah. like sitting on the floor next to him. And it's like when Sony writes you an infinite check and you use it to make your famous actor friends do weird shit. And it's just like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like how, and like Kojima's living his best life right now as far as like like all of his man crushes in one place and just it just enjoying it. And I'm like, <laughs> what what kind of dark timeline are we living in that this man just gets to write weird mpreg horror fan fiction and turn it into a video game and we all are gonna play it and be thirsty over it? Like not thirsty as in sexually thirsty, thirsty as in like enjoying excited about it but yeah i i keep thinking about that like i also think that it's interesting that the the one thing that they did talk about that was an interesting like little i guess insight into the gameplay was um he's talking over the his headset to i think he said you think it's guillermo's character it sounded like guillermo del toro yeah um and the and he's like uh you know if those things eat you you'll come back but you'll be standing in a crater like essentially like everything around you will be dead um and we got that like whatever those things are they speed up time i also didn't understand why there were like handprints but no footprints like are are they walking on their hands like what maybe their feet are hands maybe they have hand feet (laughs) um that's awful (laughs) hey why would you do this to me um but 
uh like that you get the whole like and they give you the whole spiel about how it like they speed up time so maybe the area around you just dies but then is the baby like a respawn mechanism or i was thinking perhaps that you would respawn but whatever area you were in would become a crater or uninhabitable in some way and it would change the landscape i don't know if that's going to happen or not um maybe it maybe it won't but it would be pretty cool i think yeah yeah, I think that would be that would be pretty cool. I'm like this seems so interesting. Like as long as there's like an actual game here where stuff where I can actually play something with all this weird shit, I'm I'm kind of here for it. Like I think I might just play it just to to see this weirdness play out. Like I want to see what happens. Yeah, I want to know what's going I on. I feel like the I feel like the salt report should definitely do some streaming. Yeah, I mean, I always worry with streaming story-based games that their message would pop up was like, you have entered a blocked cutscene. Yeah, (laughs) Um, there is that information. But, like, we could try to stream some of it just so, like, we can live hear us go, what the fuck? What the, what the fuck? What the fuck? I mean, I guess the way to get around it would just be to invest in an Elgato, but... <laughs> sure, yeah. But hey, do I want to do that? slash podcast <laughs> Or you know, I could save my money that I make from my big girl job or whatever. But yeah, and uh, you can if you want to hear the salt report, sit around the bonfire and scream, "What the fuck is happening right now?" And hear Drake, Jake scream, Drake. Drake. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Jake, Jake's not here right now, so I'm on the Drake. Screen. Um, you can hear Jake scream like a 10 year old girl, which I really miss when he's not there screaming when we're playing Bloodborne. I, his, he has a very unique scream that's, ah, I can't even do it. Like, it's so good. Um, yeah, I can't. Whereas I just kind of go, ah, I just squawk like that. loudly. I'm like, ah, <laughs> can't, can't you squawk, but sometimes you just go, ouch, or yeah. nope. And like, it's like with this, like, straight dead voice it's like one of my favorites so you want to hear that you can just go on over to kale <laughs> when uh yeah. i have a i have a psvr at the house and so when new people come over that have never done you gotta VR, show it off it's, it's, uh, you know gotta put them in the vr just so they can t- get the experience and i always like i start with the like shark cage thing because like it's you know it's just real easy you don't have to do anything you just like look around in the I ocean i played that demo at best buy <laughs> yeah it's it's cool <laughs> And then I put him in the kitchen demo, the RE7 demo, uh, where like a crazy person comes up and stabs you. And uh, most people Breathes like, in I, your ear. Yeah, I've that was super got a, I got a gif of my dad that is, I just, I, I cherish it. It's so great of him just looking around and going, ah, it's really, really fun. Uh, but a friend of mine came over and he did the, he did the thing that you were just describing that Kay does. Like he, he was like stock still sitting in the, the chair that I put him in <laughs> and he's like, that's terrifying. <laughs> this is, there's a, this yeah. is scary. There's a, um, the the super what best friends play group does um does a Halloween themed like a you know Halloween themed month where they just do horror games for all of October and they did PT for one of them and one of the three guys like anytime something scary happened he would just be like hey hey no <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious hey. uh. <laughs> that's really funny. Speaking of uh, VR, uh, did you guys see the, yeah. the From Software VR game? No, I didn't, because I, no. as I know, I'm not going to buy a VR, and I don't want to get my hopes up. Okay, cool. Um, it, it's, <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's like, ow, okay. It's, it's a, I think you play as a ghost or a fairy, and you're trying to get the, like, the family that you're haunting or hanging out with to notice you. 
and like it's described as like a warm happy place somehow so like this is it doesn't sound like it's going to be like violent or scary or anything which i am completely down with for vr like it just sounds like i'm just That's going so cute like i just want to haunt a family as a ghost in virtual reality this sounds like my dreams come you want true. beetlejuice i want i want beetlejuice i want like i just <laughs> maybe not maybe not quite beetlejuice but <laughs> Maybe not all the way, maybe like 27% Beetlejuice is what I'm looking for. 27% Beetlejuice? You want like Pan's um, Labyrinth? That would be nice. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> I do. Not. Uh... The oh the um the I I'm just putting this in here because I talk trash about it and I'll keep talking trash about it. But the Cyberpunk twenty seven seven um yeah trailer, I'm not into it. And I was like ah oh, yes look at this generic Blade Runner esque future. Thank you. I don't care. Um, it just it just looks bad. It looks like every white bread cheap sci fi show or like film. And they're like here enjoy that play it it reminds and I was, me of the american ghost in the shell movie yes yes it's like they yes. they're kind of aping that aesthetic but not really understanding what it is that actually makes it cool and so it's just kind yeah. of boring and i mean like and that's the thing i think a lot of people are gonna play it because it looks good um and I, I i don't necessarily blame them because cyberpunk is like super much my aesthetic like i made a huge uh I did a huge project for like uh, like in graphic design a food truck project where I basically made a cyberpunk food truck like that was my and they were all named after like cyberpunk movies like all of the dishes and whatnot and uh so like clearly I'm into the genre but like I also am kind of done with it as far as like actual story and unless there's something like some interesting twist I don't care however I did find this uh character classes i'm pulling for in <laughs> cyberpunk 277 post it's actually from twitter but i found it on tumblr um and here are my favorite classes soundcloud rapper yep. bitcoin farmer mm-hmm. instagram model lurker streamer forum moderator food blogger and finally your dad's still trying to figure out how to how email works extremely good Really surprised they didn't include the like classes. podcaster in there. I think podcaster would fit in there. Oh well. <laughs> shit, you right. <laughs> oh shit, we gotta look podcaster. in the mirror and see ourselves I just, and understand. I'm gonna install a mod in my head that just allows me to take notes on media constantly without having to like write a pen, like, like pick up a pen and pencil. Like I could just do it in my mind. So anything that I watch oh or God. consume, I just make notes on for my possible podcast. That would have been so useful. Like when I went to go see the snowman, I was taking notes in a dark theater. Same. Somehow, yeah. and somehow my notebook was pretty organized. But my favorite drawing, like <laughs> to remind myself about the snowman that was outside of their house, like I drew this door, dumb ass looking snowman looking over a fence. And it's so, f- it's actually a great drawing. I should have posted it on, uh, on twitter i could probably find it and do that i know you posted it in the in the salt chat so it is somewhere out there in the void like yeah this like this horrific drawing of the snowman looking at her in her house um but yeah that would be super helpful like when you go to see movies and you're like instant tag this weird thing especially so that i don't like go to bed after the podcast and then suddenly remember this horrible thing from the thing i just watched (laughs) <laughs> we're awful we should be talking about how we need to save the world but instead we're like uh yes i watched the entirety of neo yokio and let me tell you all about <laughs> it which i did i did do that <laughs> i mean 
I don't really have much to say about Cyberpunk 2077 because it's it bores yeah. me. But uh, and the other thing I have around um, here. I've been watching Altered Carbon, uh, which reminds me a little bit of the Cyberpunk 2770, 2077 <laughs> vibe. And um, it's, I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm not done with sci fi, but it has to have something more than, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm here for this game. Like, I'm probably going to play this game because it, 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 I just want to see. And I, these are the guys that made The Witcher 3, right? Like, yeah, they I mean, to make a fucking video game. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of I'm kind of into this, but uh, like it needs some it needs more of a hook for, for to really get me involved. Like Altered Carbon's like exactly kind of uh, oh you can you can take a conscious from one body to the other. I was like I don't I, I, I just feel like it's been played like I feel yeah. like I've I seen mean, like this the story whole, a thousand times. Yeah, the whole so. like down with the man kind of cyberpunk story. It's like I, I played Watch Dogs. I didn't really like it that much. Mm-hmm. It, I'm not. I'm not particularly interested in that kind of story. So you got to do a little bit. You got to give me a little bit more. You, you, you gotta, know, what would be a they weird. They didn't show game. us any characters, and I think that's what I'm. That's what I'm lacking in. Well, they like, showed us like the main character. Yeah, uh, but I mean, like, I, I need, I need, I need a villain. I need, I need a hero. I need, I need. What if a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend or somebody that's not? Just I an feel NPC. like you could, you could do this in a like you could use that same whole trope, but like flip it so that you are the villain. That would be a fun that game. That would be I interesting. Sure. Yeah. Um. And like, it could be rev- It could be like one of those like twists that like you sort of like realize that you're the villain or whatever. Well, like, I don't think you need to be redeemed or whatever. But like, there is one game like that, and it's off. Yeah. But uh. But not really I think it would be. <laughs> yeah, but like for this specific genre, I think it would be an interesting perspective. Um, just as far as like giving something fresh to people, and like as far as like how do I write this where like it's interesting gameplay um, and you're not just going out into the streets and being RoboCop. Like you got, like, I think it's an interesting angle to come from. So that would probably for me be interesting, but yeah, there's no, like there's no emotional investment. I get, I get that people like this kind of game though, um, where they just kind of go out and they're like, look at me. It's like the, in sci-fi movies about us playing too many video games. Um, it's us making our perfect self and going out and getting high in video games and not experiencing the real joys of life, like pollution and <gasps> uh, uh, the yeah, fucking Fucking excuse government. me for wanting to explore dangerous pursuits in a safe fashion through video games. Yeah, I, I fucking, <laughs> like, I hate those kinds of sci-fi movies where it's like, ah, uh, yes, humans are, like, in love with their VR and they don't, they no longer spend time outside and then you look outside in the world and it's like this awful gray fucking <laughs> industrial revolution looking punk ass world and you're like, ah, uh, yes, so what you're saying is capitalism killed the planet but now that, now you're mad that, like, we're, we found something else enjoyable to do. Like I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, I just think of that yeah. post on Tumblr that of uh, like Black Mirror. Like we're too reliant on technology. Like me on my phone while watching every episode. Wow. <laughs> like- wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely like. I am so over. Grr, technology is bad. Sci-fi shit. Like I don't care. Man, I, you know if you're I gonna don't... if you're gonna do a sci-fi game, like go go like go read all of Transmetropolitan and like go do some of the weird shit that Warren Ellis wrote in that series. Right. Like that just like crazy people grafting weird limbs and like putting stuff in their body that eventually breaks or like doesn't, it needs a software update that a company won't provide. You know what I'm saying? Like get, get fucking oh, weird with man. it. That would you be need awesome. to update your driver. And he's like, <laughs> <"Fuck!"> <laughs> I can't use my eye unless you give me a new driver. 
my eye is no longer compatible with my sinuses and I didn't know that was going to be this big of a deal. <laughs> that would be an awesome, that would be such an awesome game to be honest. Like that would be, you know how like there are some games that are kind of like, they're fun gameplay, but they're also just funny. Like yeah. you're just like having a good time. Yeah, that would be, um, that would be a good one as well. Uh, I definitely, I also, like I, I said about, um, about Detroit Become Human, about how, like, you want me to believe that in the future people are, like, having sex with normal, plain-ass-looking people, androids? No. No. There's some bad dragon dicks on those androids, yeah, the, and you can't tell me otherwise. Like, even remotely out of the ordinary is that is the culprit is blue has blue hair. Like... Yeah. Woohoo! Dream big! You could have sex with a girl with blue hair right now if you just, like, drive up to Portland. Like, (laughs) I thought you were going to say if you just go buy some blue hair dye. I really thought that's what you were going to (laughs) say. I feel like I feel like people don't want to have sex with uh, just like like you go to Tumblr and like people are already having sex uh, you know with their drawings or stories or whatever with monsters or werewolves or or dragons yeah. or whatever like and this is like 2018 like I feel like that's been I feel like that's almost passe well, at this and point. And Beauty so. and the Beast stories are like dare I say a tale as old as time. So like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like and like I think like I just feel like but what I'm saying is, I feel like in the future, more people would have weird body mods. If yeah, they could. absolutely. Yeah, and like with these androids, like they're they're yeah. completely synthetic. You can do a lot with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I would look dope as hell in the future. Like, come on. I do love you- that scene though, where Connor's just like, "Can you just can you rent this and en- this like prostitute android?" Thing? Like, excuse me. yeah um i definitely i i feel like that there's a whole like genre of cool like stuff that if you were online for like 10 minutes as a human being you'd be like ah yes let's make some weird furry porn jokes in our future game and we've totally missed out like where are all the people who have tentacles or like you can like attach tentacles like shit that would be so popular i would have my weird tentacle jetpack like come on (laughs) your tentacles get a virus and start and start attacking you whoops yeah that would be hilarious (laughs) how do i get rid of my my tentacles just googling how to get rid of tentacle virus A detective game where, like, it's the future and someone got strangled by their own tentacles and you have to find out, like, why this happened. And you're like, I traced the malware. (laughs) I'd play that. It turns out their mom said yes to a pop-up on on the future version of AOL. (laughs) Future version of AOL. AOL doesn't even exist now. <laughs> you've got mail you've got voicemail yeah. god i remember aol same uh, uh, yeah let's, uh, let's do this part back on the road though yeah because we're running out of games so i think we're doing pretty good like, yeah i, I honestly don't have a ton to say about dmc5 other than it looks cool yeah i'm into it um i like I, I, I'm one of the few people that like the reboot that they did like i kind of like that game um i so. thought it was funny because it's bad but yeah, the gameplay I mean, like, was it's, actually kind of fun. It's not like the story was definitely not good by any stretch of the imagination. It but it garbage. was But it was a ride, like a whole level that where you basically play through a Fox News level and you beat up a Bill O'Reilly guy at yep. the end. Like that's dope. Then that's there was fun. the one that was basically just the Slurm Factory from Futurama. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> the thing that happened in that game. What the fuck. 
But yeah, I'm, I, like I and the gameplay was fun. It was more character action-y, and you know, yeah, it was, it was yeah. fun. So I'm into it. Yeah, is that all of our E3 bullshit? Does anybody else have anything else to say about whatever other games were shown? I'm trying oh, to think of I was... uh, the only other one that I wanted to mention was Control. I don't know if you guys caught that one at the Sony conference. I, I did not. It's a um, it's Remedy's new game. Remedy did um, uh, the Alan Wake games. They did Quantum Dream on Xbox oh. recently. Quantum Break, Quantum Leap. They did Quantum, Quantum Break. Quantum Break, yeah. yeah. Quantum, it's Quantum, Quantum Leap Coffee is the Cup? TV show with yeah, uh, Quantum Leap Scott, Scott, Scott yeah. Bakula. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go back. Oh, we gotta go back. Anyway, um, yeah, that that game just looks dope. Like, there's a, a it's a female protagonist, and she's got this weird gun and. They showed like just a couple of combat scenes and she's like the gun looks like a solid oh, yeah. piece of transforming thing. And it's just it's just yeah, her I'm like watching it right now. It looks cool, right? Like the, all the animation As and we stuff. Speak. It looks it looks wild. So I want to check that out. Oh, it does look kind of cool. Speaking of sci fi that like they're trying to do something weird with. Mm hmm. And they're and they're good about doing weird oh. stuff. Like Alan Wake yeah, is basically. Alan, what I didn't Stephen play King a lot novel. of Alan Wake because for some ungodly reason it was an Xbox 360 exclusive. But um, well, it eventually came out on PC, which I also can't play games on. But mm. um, I it from what I saw of it, it was really cool and kind of strange. So yeah, it was. It was. What pl- the fuck is happening right now? Right, that trailer looks dope as hell. Um, Bring the, the beat in. <laughs> The uh, Alan Wake was like playing through a Stephen King novel, uh, but set in like Twin Peaks land. Like it was fucking bonkers and out there. And then when the DLC came out, it was like, oh yeah, we're gonna just, just crank this up to eleven. Like it was <laughs> wild. It even did the Twin Peaks thing where it had like a soap opera playing on TVs throughout the game, and you could just click on it and like watch ten or fifteen minutes of like FMV soap opera. Didn't like, it was- also have like an like Army of Darkness style sequel? Um, yeah, yeah, like it did. I can't believe you just made Army of Darkness a, like, se- Army of Darkness style, like, <laughs> an, an Army of Darkness-esque. <laughs> That's what it reminded yeah. me of, like, was Army of Darkness. The, I didn't, I didn't play much of the, because American Nightmare, I think, is the quote-unquote yeah, 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 and it was like a, it was like more of like a, because the first one there was combat, like you shot dudes or whatever, but like that was like a, like an arcade combat kind of the thing, from what I understood. It just didn't really appeal to me. I wanted the I wanted the bonker story, not the not more like get good gameplay kind of stuff. So. Oh God! You know, one thing I will talk about. Never mind. I don't care anymore. <laughs> wow, I was, was just quick. gonna say like the the like you know like people like I like like. Um, I definitely, like, as a joke, the whole get good thing is, like, fine, right? But, like, sometimes I actually have a question and someone's answer is just get good. Well, okay, sometimes the only answer is Yeah, get there was good. one time like, I did that be to you and that's because the only answer was get good. Yeah, there yeah, yeah. was no answer. <laughs> but, like, sometimes there is an answer and people just are like, get good. And I'm like, listen, I I'm allowed to be casual. Okay? I'm allowed to be a casual gamer. Okay? Not all of us can be fucking the Jason Bourne of video games, okay? Like some of us are just going to be casual. We're just we're just going to be in the fucking kitty end of the pool and I still want to play games. So help me. Like <laughs> Sorry, that was my little my little uh my little <laughs> beef cuz something happened recently and that just reminded just the get good reminded me of that. I'm just like 
I'm trying. <laughs> there's tears running down my eyes. I'm trying to get good. I just came here to have a good time. And honestly, I'm being attacked by like 50 different enemies at once and they can fly and I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I've, uh... Right, should we, uh... You want to get out of should here? Should we get into imported salts? Oh, yeah. We, I forgot that y'all do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the first one... I'll do the first one. From Lord of the Likes, at Night Twitten. It says, Hi, y'all. Some serious upcoming movie salt for you guys. So the Mortal Engines film by Peter Jackson looks great. Aesthetically, it seems to be ticking every box except for one thing. Hester Shaw, the female protagonist, has a relatively large scar across her cheek and chin, and he included a picture. Um, and it was a pretty gnarly scar, but it was just, like, on one side of her face. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it. Hester is meant mm-hmm. to be severely disfigured. A huge part of her character growth is her coming to grips with her disfigurement and learning to be comfortable around people again. The author explicitly gave her a horrific scar because a hardened wasteland survivor wouldn't be flawlessly beautiful, and because an evolving love story that had proper character development was more interesting than two gorgeous people falling in love at first sight. To quote the book, her mouth was wrenched sideways in a permanent sneer, her nose with a smashed stump and, and smashed stump, and her single eye stared at him out of the wreckage, as grey and chill as a winter sea. The Mortal Engine series is incredibly good and I love it to bits, which is why I'm so disappointed at Hollywood toning down Hester's scars to make her more conventionally beautiful. Hester's disfigurement makes her an important example of representation. She is an amazing character with complexity and a wonderful character arc slash development. And I hope they fix her design in the film, but I honestly don't think they will. And that makes me really salty. Um, is that, where's that from Jeremy? Um, it's an artist rendition of what they think she should look like. I'm trying to find what the actual picture of. Here, I'll post uh, the one that, um, Knight Twitten actually sent us in just a second. Um, if they're, if they already have like images of her makeup, it's unlikely that they're going to make any changes because they're probably already started filming. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, like, this is a thing that happens. I, I know that, um. It was actually a thing comedian. in, um, even in Watchmen, they made, um, yeah. the comedian less disfigured. So they only, uh, uh, this is probably the same engine picture too, but the, this is what they've released so far. And it just, it just shows her having two eyes, but, uh, but you don't see the bottom part of her face. So, um. Yeah, she looks fine. This the one that I posted shows the actual scar. If it works, what the fuck no. is a JPEG no. large? Come on, I Twitter. don't know. Hang get on, your, I'll get fix your it. shit together. <laughs> Twitter, what's going on? <laughs> That's you, Kate. No, it's, it's all it's all Twitter doing weird shit with images, just like they turn gifts into movies. Yeah, that and and then sometimes the gif won't fucking play. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, that's a thing. Like, even, uh, what's his name in, um, Deadpool 2? God, I keep forgetting the kid's name. Why? Russell. Russell. Like, when he's talking about how there are no plus-size superheroes. And he's absolutely right. There aren't. There are no fat superheroes. Not a single one. Not, and even if there are in the comics, there aren't in movies. Because, like, visual representation in movies is so, like, like, focused on, like, aesthetic. And part of me understands it because they're trying to sell a film, you know what I'm saying, to the mass population. Um, but I also feel like, hey, you're kind of assuming we're all very vain here, um, which maybe we are, but I'm insulted that you're assuming it. <laughs> you're giving me but flashbacks to uh, the Wolverine Origins movie when they did Blood. Uh, uh, <laughs> the less said about Wolverine Origins, the better. Hey, I, yeah, I, did, I, I did a whole podcast down, on it. Okay, <laughs> I know all about um, it. <laughs> I I feel I feel like they even toned down um, 
like even Deadpool scars aren't weird. Like you just they just look like they look like burned skin, but they don't look gross or anything. Where sometimes in the comics they're like moving and stuff, which I understand would have been difficult to do, like yeah. CGI. But I feel like they even toned it down from the first movie to the second movie, like especially around his mouth. Yeah, so yeah. that was an interesting. Mm-hmm. They're a little, little smooth thing. Like, compared to the comics. Yeah, I'm like, oh look, it's just Ryan Reynolds with texture. Like, <laughs> And no hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, the scar is just not as disfigured. But I also think part of it is, like, when you're writing, um, not that I'm defending this decision, but when you're writing, it's a lot easier to express emotion for a character, whereas acting depends a lot on, like, their facial expressions. So maybe they Plenty of other actors have managed it. (laughs) Yeah, I, I feel like maybe, like, they tried to like do something maybe it wasn't working like as far as like transferring her emotionally but i mean i don't know eyes are kind of like a thing that they like usually like focus on in film um which maybe should change but because it's an easy trick to get people to empathize with people uh but that might be part of it i don't know i mean like i'm not really defending them i think it's bullshit but most of the film industry is bullshit yeah absolutely yeah yeah do you want well, me to read um i don't think we need to read mine because yeah you kind of already before. talked about everything that yeah, was i talked to everything but i can read richards if you want me to unless we want to get um irish jesse or scottish jesse to do it <laughs> uh, makes my mouth hurt to speak scottish because <laughs> <laughs> it's all re- you're scottish definitely not a wizard lad <laughs> richard mcmerlin <laughs> <laughs> all right you want to read the yeah the the salty um yeah i'll read i'll read richard's thing um is he gonna yell at us about bagpipes again he does mention it yeah (laughs) uh we're not wizards tabletop podcast at we're not wizards uh really great show right up to the 57 minute 30 second mark which i believe is when the bagpipes came in which is the bagpipes intensify part (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have very little to say about last week apart from needing some Kofi money for a dry cleaning bill because I laughed so much a little bit of weed came out so thank you for that I don't think the image of some bagpipes holding you guys aloft will ever escape my mind I have some concerns over the new FromSoft game which I can't spell yet uh, Sirico, it's really easy which is all about there being the Hero. lack of- oh, see, <laughs> it's midnight <laughs> give me some slack uh, I have some concerns, uh, which is all about there being a, a lack of multiplayer. Two reasons. Teaming up with friends and randoms is the best thing ever, especially to take down a boss. I've also got grave concerns that From's boss design since Dark Souls 3 is simply not going to, is simply going for down, far down, Jesus. He uh, is simply going uh, far, too, too far, far down, down the, the far hard too route. hard route. Yeah, um, and people make fun of me for typos with double with double and triple health bars, and I simply and I am simply not good enough to get through a Souls like by myself. Of course, I could be wrong, as it could be amazing and accessible, but I shall have to wait and see. FYI, the theme to Braveheart is played on Irish bagpipes. I've probably said this before. Secondly, no, you have it. This is this this is like at the eighth thing, Richard. What are you talking about? Secondly, for <laughs> secondly, I can't wait to have y'all on the podcast, and we'll see what background music we can add in then. <laughs> All the best hugs and stuff, you Scottish, definitely not a wizard lad, Richard McMerlin. Gotta put in, like, 
either what's, what's something that's like super fucking american i don't know country oh, music. Will, <laughs> don't don't worry we'll uh we'll get turned up for the weekend at, at, at the end of this while, while we're reading that so we're all gonna go to our respective harbors and throw tea into it <laughs> and then launch fireworks into the sky while shooting our guns into the distance like that's the sound of america <laughs> That's why we're so salty, because we have to brew our tea in the ocean, so then when we drink it, we're we're taking quite a lot of salt. (laughs) (laughs) The the thing he says about the the health bars and stuff, they've actually said they're doing some weird shit with uh, HP with bosses and with enemies like you're not going to have a normal hp situation like you're going to have kind of a a poise meter and once you get that poise meter down you'll be able to do like a special attack to kill them in one hit um so like people are kind of thinking that that's gonna remove some of this like oh like you know they have 18 million hp and it takes 47 hours to finish like it, that should be give you some gameplay stuff so hopefully that'll work out i don't know i understand where he's coming from because i'm also bad at video games yeah except for I'm actually kind of good at Overwatch now. Shock horror. Um, but like I'm mostly bad at video games, so I, I definitely understand his fear. Yeah. yeah. It's like no fear, one fear. Um <laughs> Well and there's I mean there's the yeah. multiplayer in Dark Souls like extended the life of that game for years and years and years. Like people are still Oh yeah. Even before the remaster, people were still playing I was still playing Dark Souls. You might like, still I mean, be able to find people playing base level Dark Souls. I bet you can't. Like because the the Xbox, the original um 360 version is backwards compatible so it's really easy to just download that on an xbox one and play it like and when i did that recently there were still signs everywhere like there's a bunch of people playing it so i i would imagine that still exists somewhere in there but i i don't know man like I, you know by the time you get to dark souls 3 that shit gets real hard and it's also real fun to play with friends so yeah mm. yeah as as i uh as i know from, from bud warning like i i think it's just a special experience it's and like also playing with strangers is a special experience too. But like there's nothing like when I accidentally visceraled Mikolash and fucking Jake is screaming, Jesse <laughs> in my ear as I'm <laughs> spreading a like, victory lap around the arena. I, yeah. <laughs> as I rip his soul from his body. Like there there's nothing like that. Or like, you know, one of us just being like goodbye and Leroy Jenkins sacrificing themselves. Yeah, that moment where like I'm trying to devise a strategy and then Jake just bolts into the mist is the funniest thing that's <laughs> oh, ever happened. so good. <laughs> like, those are, you know, fun buddy cop moments that I definitely, it's a great experience, especially since the games are so hard. And to be honest, sometimes when I'm playing Bloodborne alone, I, I, I do myself a frighten because something, I mean, I do myself a frighten when I'm with you guys and like a ghost runs by me and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, but like it's nice to have people with you especially when some weird ass glitch happens and you're like i'm i'm glad that other humans are here to see this adversary king's gambit has invaded <laughs> adversary king's gambit has invaded like what are the fucking chances oh my god i think he just hangs out there yeah yeah I would play in Dark Souls back in the day. Like I would hang out one spot, invade, and I would definitely get to a situation. Like I've made friends that way. I've just invading them over and over again, and just been like, and like, t- and then send them a message, being like, "Hey, man, like, do you want to fuck around a little bit?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, let's just fuck around and like wait for other people to show up and do a fight club or something and like start a conversation with these guys." And so it's Dark like the, the community yeah, I've had around Dark like Souls. That too. Like even yeah, even in Bloodborne, there was one time I was playing with a friend, and he like went AFK for a second, and we got invaded, and I fought off the invader. 
And then five minutes later, the same invader invaded again. And we were like pointing and waving at each other. And my friend came back and was like, what the fuck? I was gone for five minutes and you made friends with an invader? (laughs) (laughs) Or like when adversary Mig took all our clothes off and stalked us in the woods like actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. And then uh fucking just like we accidentally smackied her and she fucking went after us and it was it was a time and a half yeah there's a there's larger parts of my soul's experience where you know i would sit on the couch and read a book and wait to get summoned for ornstein and smoe and then help somebody kill ornstein and smoe and they just go back to read my book with my summon sign down like that i did that even as far back as demon souls yeah i mean it's it's fun to do like it's fun to help people out and i am I can definitely see why, and I definitely understand why. Um, but I'm, I, I, I am kind of bummed that there's no, there's no multiplayer in this. Like I'm still, like I'm there day one, regardless. Like I'm, I'm that dude, right? But I'm, yeah, I'm kind of bummed that there's not going to be as much of a community around this because there's not going to be. You're a ride or die bitch for from software. <laughs> I mean, I, dude, it's it's bad. It's real bad. You're <laughs> like, on if, the back of their motorcycle, holding up sparklers with the wind blowing in your hair as they drive you off into the sunset. <laughs> Dark Dark Souls is my daddy, and I am the Lana Del Rey in the relationship. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> write that. Write that down, kids. Quote, quote Jeremy Greer. <laughs> when this comes out, I'll put my I'll, I'll make my, that my Twitter bio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we wrap it up here? Yeah. Yep. Thanks for writing in, everybody. Um. I guess we'll start with where can we find everybody on the internet? Jesse. You can find me as at Filthy Wizard on Twitter and Filthy Magic User on Tumblr. Okay, Jeremy. Um, I'm at JG Greer on Twitter. Um, I have several podcasts. Uh, both of you have been on my Dark Souls podcast, Don't Give Up Skeleton. Those are both great episodes. Go check that out. Okay, I didn't realize that you were on the seventh episode of Don't Give yeah, Up Skeleton. I think That's I was episode, wasn't I episode four? Was it four? I thought it was seven. I know it was single it was digits. Four. That's fucking crazy. I didn't realize it was that early in that Early. In that um, so go, come check that out. And I also have other shows about X-Men or Honks or stuff like that. So that's all on my Twitter at JG Greer. So. You, can, you can yell at him too about Gambit. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Just uh, Gambit, nobody else. I mean, yeah, anybody, anybody. We have, <laughs> on the X-Men podcast, we have running bits like... Gambit is obviously like a, a sexual deviant, and um, and it's true. We, we're pretty much the, if you just go by the X Men the animated series, it's pretty clear that Xavier pays the X Men in cars. Like that's the <laughs> currency that he pays them in. So. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely check out that podcast. We have a lot of fun on it. So. All right. Well, thanks for jer- joining us, Jeremy, as our emergency co-host. You can say emergency saline injection. I like emergency saline injection. It definitely doesn't sound dirty anymore. <laughs> oh, I know because my my brain goes immediately to enema. Like what? Wow. I'm thinking like okay. IV, but okay. <laughs> I I was thinking. I just thought you were talking about cum. Like I, th- I thought that no. was the joke here. <laughs> saline. So why are all of us here? Who all of us come from different backgrounds? But the truth is that K is still the most responsible driver. <laughs> Anyway, if you would like to write into the Salt Report podcast, you can DM us at, at Podcast Salt or respond to the weekly tweet that I put out. Um, or just, you know, whatever. I don't know. Add send us on Twitter. Send, send sky writing, smoke signals, whatever you want to do. 
We'll hey, find where, it somehow. Where can you be hey, found on Twitter? Where can we find you? Oh, yeah, yeah, where can I be found on Twitter? I am Humanity Upgrade on Twitter and Twitch and Crowfeather Cosplay on Facebook. This podcast is fucking falling apart. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> Uh, you can also find this podcast at Podcast Salt on Twitter, and we also have Fireside. Yep, and we're on Spotify too, and so iTunes. That. Leave us an and iTunes, iTunes review if you want. And <laughs> if you if you're feeling particularly generous, although I would point you more towards right now. Um, uh, uh, if you uh, go on the, I think all of us have uh, retweeted this, and I know probably the salt uh, have has a podcast salt Twitter retweeted this about Jake's laptop. Um, usually, I would send you over to the Kofi page that we have, and you can still do that after you just drop a little change in the. Uh, you know, if you have anything left over from donating to Jeremy's laptop, I mean, not Jeremy. Oh my um, God, from Jake's laptop. Jake's laptop fund <laughs> because. Jake's computer exploded in the war and he really edits this podcast and you know gives it some of its its flavor its spice and as and much as I, everybody says that I'm the glue holding the podcast together Jake is as well he's like the duct yeah. tape so yeah <laughs> and I'm the thing that's falling off the the bandwagon so uh just go over head over there um you can find him at at is he at Jake underscore, Jake underscore Lionheart? Lionheart? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And check out his uh, GoFundMe right now so that we can keep this co- podcast car going, driving strong. Yeah. And if uh, and I, I volunteer to to jump in and edit this for Jake, and I'm going to do my best to impersonate his his great production style, but I'm probably going to fail because he, he does a fucking amazing job on this podcast. So if any complaints, send them my way and not Jake's. It's going to be a weird couple of weeks, but bear with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we will hopefully, I will be able to do a perfect outro right before Jake comes back. That's what's going to happen. So yeah, and we all right know now it. we're high chaos mode yeah. of the salt report. We're, we're just reeling, but with, just bear with us and thank you for bearing with us all this time. And we will see you next week. Bye. 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 Did everybody wave? I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>